0: The oh, fucking yeah. woman at the airport says, I was paid to make this announcement.
1: <laughs> I also want you to remember, the only person he's expecting to be there is his fat fuck friend. Right. Little bitch boy. Yeah. Right? He is not expecting anyone else. Oh, so he right. somehow prepares in advance, calls an airport, finds out who's going to be on staff at that gate, <laughs> and then pays for them to say, here comes the most humble man ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: God-awful movies! Movies.
2: Movies.
0: Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we will lambast a bit of Christian cinema. It's as fun as an ice-cold anima. We watch them spot their venom all the time. I'm your host no illusions, but I'm not in seclusion. To my less my buddy Heath and right, all sexy bald and erudite. sir. I ask you how are you tonight?
2: I'm, fi- <clears throat> I'm
0: fine I'm good, fine. Good, good. Glad to know it. Glad to know it. A little little musical intro for a little musical episode of the Gamcast. And of course sitting nine hundred and eighty nine miles to my right is my bad friend Eli Bosnick. Eli, how you feeling tonight, sir? I'm so happy
3: (laughs) I (laughs) can't stop crying I will stop crying, I will
0: It was amazing And of course, sitting nine and a half levels of pizza quality beneath Eli Is our special guest masochist, host of the My Book of Mormon podcast And man whose voice resonates at precisely the same frequency as the clitoris David Michael David, welcome to God Awful
1: Movies, sir Well, thank you, Noah, and thank you, Heath, and the other one All right, (laughs)
0: let's go now, but well, before we go, I've, I've got to say I learned exactly one day after we invited you on the show. Uh, very sad news that you were you were retiring from my Book of Mormon. Uh, is yeah, that correct? No, I'm
1: afraid so. So yeah, so, we we mm. you know the whole point was to read the Book of Mormon. I did that, and mm-hmm. then they just they egged me on to read the Pearl of Great Price, which somehow was even weirder. And then uh, I got like halfway through the doctrines and covenants, and I just couldn't do it anymore. So anyway, we our our good friend. Bryce Blankenangle as uh, is picking up the sword. He's going to continue, and um, yeah, you know, keep the show going without me. So that's that sounds cool.
3: like a made-up name, David. Did you just make up a name in the hopes that people wouldn't notice that you're giving up the show?
1: It's kind of like I took my D and D dice and I rolled it, and I was like, "What does that sound like?" Blankenangle. All right, got <laughs> it.
3: <laughs> it sounds like something a racist Southerner yells about Obama. <laughs> oh, he's a fucking Blankenangle. That's what he is. <laughs> That is, in fact, what they,
0: what they yell down here. So we've already kind of hinted around, uh, about it, and I think our guest is a bit of a hint as well, but we might as well be official here. So tell us, Heath, what will we be breaking down today?
3: Uh, all right. We watched Saturday's Warrior, the original uncompromised 1989 <laughs> version. And it's a musical. Yes. About the Mormon struggle to, as best as I can tell, foil the evil atheist Illuminati, which appears to be a group of gay teenagers that's (laughs) trying to control the population size with song, dance, and sodomy. (laughs) And they fight back. That's actually what this movie's
0: about, guys. Mm -hmm. And Eli, how bad was this movie?
3: Well, if you saw Fiddler on the Roof and you thought to yourself, I don't hate this religion enough, well, then you are gonna love Saturday's Warrior. (laughs) It's Fiddler on the Roof, meets an anti-abortion clinic protester. (laughs) That's basically what they heard someone inside playing a record of Fiddler on the Roof, and they were like, I can do that, and they wrote a musical. (laughs) Plus, they got a really good deal on dry ice.
0: Yeah, exactly. Apparently, (laughs) apparently. And David, what the fuck did we just watch, bro?
1: Yeah. So I know you're giving me shit for uh not telling you until a day after that I was actually retiring from my show, but you did not tell me what movie we were watching <laughs> until the day after I accepted. So uh, and first of all, I think it's actually offensive to even call this a movie. This is like a, a high school play where one of the parents was filming it with their camcorder out in the yes. audience. That's that's yes. what we watched. And yes. uh Yeah, I'm gonna have to I don't know, I can't I can't just like explain everything all at once. We're gonna have to go through it. But yeah, there was uh Wow. This one shocked even me. And I and I thought I was prepared for everything Mormon. I was not. I was yeah, not. <laughs> <laughs> I was not at
0: all. <laughs> Apparently not. Nor was I. And I grew up Mormon-ish. So now I should be specific for people who aren't familiar with my Book of Mormon that David is not a Mormon, never was a Mormon. He just decided on a whim, basically, to read the Book of Mormon and has become something of a uh, a reluctant expert in the subject, which is why we uh, we asked him on today.
1: Yeah, I think that's right. I, I'm. This is going to be a little bit of the blind leading the blind here. So, uh, yeah. Everything I know about Mormonism I've learned in the, over the last two years. Before that, I knew, well, it, basically what South Park had to tell me. That was about yeah, it. You know,
3: that's, <laughs> that's, Everything that's I learned about Mormonism I learned over the last 20 days. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, did you binge listen to my show? That's very sweet, Eli.
3: When you say binge listen, do you mean jerk off, dude? <laughs> the
0: answer is yes. <laughs> I should point out that Eli actually named the notes this week. Gam episode 42, Eli fucks David's milk chocolatey
3: voice. Oh, you don't even know. You don't even know there's a reason why we're doing this from separate rooms. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants a movie review called Get Off Me. Seriously, guys, get him off me.
1: Well, Eli, my video's on. I don't know why yours isn't. That's kind of weird. I feel like you're looking at me and it's not it's just not fair. Oh, he is. He is.
3: You ever see anyone <laughs> frantically try to get a sunflower seed from between their thighs? That's what's going on <laughs> on this <laughs> end of the camera, David. <laughs> Love it. So that, looking for an image. So now, is there anything that
0: you guys would like to nominate this movie for being the best at, being the worst at?
3: How about attractive seductresses? The women in this movie who are supposed to pull our protagonist away and seduce him are, like, strong threes at best. We've got, like, Oscar the Grouch (laughs) in one scene, and then... Every 80s ponytail formed into sentience in another. It's not great. Uh, I strong disagree. I was highly attracted <laughs> to a bunch of these women.
0: I think you had to be at least partially alive in the 80s, but yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, am not with, I'm not following you down that road. Look, man. I don't
3: mind pubic hair as long as it doesn't reach their face. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was pre-jerking
1: at it. Age
3: eight to women just like yeah, us. Yeah, I, I, that is
1: what I would vote. I would vote that this movie is the uh, most forgivable if you masturbate to it. Out of any movie that you guys have reviewed so far, this one, okay, there's their scenes.
3: Strong disagree that nomination still goes to Loving the Bad Man.
2: <laughs>
0: yes. Death, French, Strokes, <laughs> I, I was gonna go with, uh, knowing what the words that they're saying means. Oh, th- yeah. th- th- Ooh, I second. Yeah, I second. That's gonna come up a
1: lot, I do believe. Humble anyone? Humble?
0: Harry Carey, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, Also, a quick little bit of housekeeping uh, while we're still in the A segment. We announced our first ever live record of God Awful Movies on the show last week. And as of now, more than half the tickets have already sold. So if you were planning on picking up your tickets, like, eventually, might want to speed up the process as we will be sold out soon. That's Friday, August 12th in New York, New York. And remember, if you're a $10 an episode patron, you get in free. Plus, we've got a pre-show hangout for you. But you need to get in touch with us sooner than later. Email Eli. That's Eli Bosnick, B-O-S-N-I-C-K-A at gmail.com or message the GAM Facebook page and we'll set you up. But please let us know as soon as you can so we know how many seats we need to reserve. And with that out of the way, obviously we're all in danger of breaking into song at any moment here, so rather than subject you to that again, we're going to take a quick break and when we come back, we'll break down all the patent bat shittery that is Saturday's Warrior. We
3: are an ordinary bum, 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 <laughs> carry suicide bomber murder holocaust off switch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not every day that we're lucky enough to have a voice like david's on the show and we're going to be damned if we're not going to use it to its fullest potential so with that in mind we reached out to our audience and into our deepest desires to ask what folks would like to hear david say We've got a couple of uh selections here do you mind david
1: are we doing sexy voice on all these or oh, just okay. uh just reading them
0: i don't think you have a non-sexy voice I dare but you to you turn know. that off impossible <laughs>
2: Yeah,
1: just, yeah, read. All right, first up. Chicago-style pizza looks like someone used an old bread bowl to catch the blood Stephen Baldwin shits out. You guys like that one?
0: Sounds appetizing (laughs) when you say it, yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. All right, this one I'm going to enjoy. Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. (laughs) Yeah, that was a good one. My name is Cocktimus Prime. Yes, it is, sir. Kumquat. Not sure about that one. Mm. I like this next one, though. Podcast award-winning scathing atheist.
0: Oh, that sounds sexy, especially yeah. the way you
1: say it. Uh, that
3: gorilla... <laughs> 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 you almost got him to just go right through it.
1: <laughs> that gorilla... Ah, Here we go. Mm, that gorilla would still be alive if he was white. <laughs> oh, God. Stand your ground. That's funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we got, we got two more her. for you if you can make it. Right, if you can make it,
1: all right. Moist. Harley oh. Farina killed her daughter. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> she I really bet did. <laughs> the only reason that Eli wanted you on was for that last line right this there. I do believe.
3: I, I saw the Facebook fans. It wasn't about them. It was about me. It was about that moment. I have that. It's going to be my cell phone ring every time someone calls me. I'm not going to pick up. I'm just going to let your milk chocolatey voice remind everybody that lady killed her daughter.
0: And we're back for the breakdown, and we're going to start with a Star Wars style scroll telling us that this was originally a college drama project, as if to say, hey, don't expect much, folks. Yeah, and that
1: right off the bat, I was like, come on now. You can only use Star Wars scrolling text if it's either a Star Wars movie or maybe a Star Wars parody, but like, that's a bold <laughs> move to make. Like, that's, yeah. you don't know, just pull that one out of your ass.
3: Yeah. And a promise that they will not fulfill. It also then cut into what will be the first of about 875 scenes of clouds. And I wrote in my notes, if Jesus doesn't ride the luck dragon, I'm going to be bummed. Fuck this movie.
1: <laughs> so it, it, but you forgot in there. It said that the uh, that this film had cap or no, I'm sorry, this play. What do they call it? A stage play. This college yeah. drama mm-hmm. stage play had uh, captivated millions of people. And I, I thought, <laughs> okay. So your college play millions of people saw it. So right out of the bat I'm like this movie's bullshit and I'm pissed. Thanks a lot movie. <laughs> you haven't even made it through the, your opening Star Wars well, words and I'm mad.
0: And and then and they also right away let you know how how li- little they know about the dictionary because they say that this play has had an influence as profound as it is immeasurable. <laughs> That, that that's true of potato chips and ferret dung or any noun or verb that you say. You might as well have said, once in a generation a film like this comes along, this is such a film. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Um, so yeah, they gave me a bunch of uh, non-endorsing statements, and then we f- uh, we moved down from the stars onto
3: a planet. It's either Earth or Kolob. I don't know how to tell the yeah, difference. it is not clear. We get a little boy in a blouse picking flowers, what appears to be a... Or a girl, right, Uh, We have a baby that's statistically an atheist now, another screaming child. Uh, there's a shot of kids at a playground where they all look just miserable like you don't know (laughs) a
2: (laughs) a little
3: black girl who they needed so they dressed her like Little House on the Prairie to balance out the racists and the people who wanted to see a black Mormon.
1: Well you have to understand I do know this about Mormons so they believe that black people are actually cursed Lamanites right they're these cursed Mm -hmm. people so to put them in the movie they had to kind of tone it down a little for all the white (laughs) he's watching like come on now we put her in an Amish outfit so it's okay. it's okay calm down.
0: Well I love that in this opening we see an Asian kid we see a Native american this kid we see a hispanic kid we see a black kid it's all gonna be white people in the fucking movie it's almost like they got through it and they're like you know we've got that one black guy who just stands in the background and never st- says anything we're gonna need some kind of diversity at the beginning does he have a sister
3: uh, he does he does have a sister. <laughs> also um the the note i have here is hippie man breastfeeding Uh, a baby i don't remember (laughs) i don't remember why i wrote that okay yeah i wrote down
1: woody harrelson dressed as conan the barbarian for some reason i'm not sure (laughs) was it supposed to be jesus like with blonde hair like mormon jesus no that's just a
3: dad that's just a dad giving suck to a baby (laughs) Why did he have the
1: Rambo headband on? I don't know. That was was one of the creepiest (laughs) things I've ever seen. Like anyone, you only have to get like three minutes into the movie to see what we're talking about. It's disturbing.
3: Yeah, I wrote, he looks like the how to be spiritual guy from YouTube. (laughs) <laughs>
0: well, and I love, too, that anyone listen. everybody listening in right now is going, what the fuck are you guys talking about? This is just the opening credits, guys. It just gets crazier. This is the most sane this movie has ever going to be.
3: are four seconds into this film. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, and we're introduced to about 20 people that we'll never see again. It's, and, it's right. basically just a bunch of people doing life in slow motion. I don't... That's basically it. Very boring people in slow motion. That's it.
3: And uh some music, also. And my note here for the music is... You just got the Lifetime Achievement Award at the Make a Wish Foundation Awards dinner. <laughs> Didn't seem.
0: It was a a, a running theme in the uh, in the music. Actually, I think my music note here was, "Oh, my Book of Mormon is starting." <laughs> uh... <laughs> And then we fade into some extraordinarily white dancing and a fog machine,
3: and we don't know right now that we're in heaven, but we are.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah I thought we were watching. So you think you can dance? Auditions, at
3: first. <laughs> lyrical dancing. I wish I could say how many versions of these women I tried to fuck in high school and college. <laughs> and it's, it seems like like an '80s sitcom character is dreaming about this ballet, That's where it seems to be taking place.
0: Yeah, but no, they're in, well, they're not in, okay, so this, we, we gotta call upon your expertise, uh, David, it, it, is this uh-huh. like, is this like pre-heaven? Is this like the, the, the preface that, what, what the hell is this place? This is where
1: Mormons live before they're born, I guess? Yeah, so, so, you, you know, you, obviously you have a soul, Noah. Everyone knows that, duh. Oh yeah. Uh, so your soul has always existed. And uh, before you got yourself a body, you lived in this place called primordial existence, I believe is what it's called. I I, I also <laughs> call it pre-heaven, much easier to say. So yeah, they're yeah. all in pre-heaven because your soul has always existed and always will exist. So that's how Mormons got around this whole eternity concept. They're like, we'll just always, 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 and something well, in but the middle.
0: I, I think actually that makes it worse because now you have eternities on both, both sides both are, of your yeah. life. Now you're
1: doubly wrong. It never ends. <laughs> right. never ends. Twice as yeah. wrong. It's a big circle of eternity.
0: Now, this—I'm not sure if this is part of Mormon doctrine or not. But when you're in primordial heaven, are you always like the same age you will be when we meet you later in the oh, movie? Oh, I
1: have a lot of questions about that. <laughs> <right>. God, that <laughs> okay. I'm super weird. Yeah. So let's let's wait. Let's wait for that. But yeah
3: other question about pre heaven is it the heaven that came out before god created heaven like he was excited to create heaven and so just <laughs> a little like, bit yeah. of pre heaven came out <laughs> you're right that's what happened just a little bit. it lubricates for the regular heaven i gotcha.
0: um so now we meet uh, uh the the illegitimate love child of benedict cumberbatch and MacGyver. can we just, can we <laughs> just call him chandler
1: <laughs> I knew he was Chandler.
3: Yeah. I have him as James Spader's face controlling MacGyver's body like crank. Oh, I, see. <laughs> I have him down as gayer Paul Lind. <laughs> he looks like an evil henchman for a hockey themed supervillain. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: Looks like Billy Jean King is not my son. <laughs> Whatever you picture when you hear that sentence, that's what he looks like. He also just announces several things or that that are the Eli Bosnick story, hey somebody out there, I'm coming. All you yeah. can think about is getting down there to those physical bodies. i was just like, man, they're giving them to me. They're, these are too easy. They're too easy. Right. So what we're what we're doing here? We're meeting uh, uh, Todd
0: and Julie, who are in pre heaven. And Julie is worried that once they get to regular Earth, he's not going to love her anymore.
1: Yeah, she she literally says, "Go ahead, go have your wild fling on Earth." I thought that was fantastic. So yeah, apparently yeah. they're heaven married. So this is not just your average marriage. They're heaven married <laughs> even before they have bodies. So uh yeah. this is I didn't I, I this was actually a shock to me too. I knew that like once you got, you know, regular married, then you were married forever. I didn't know you already were married even before you were married. This is a this is a whole new level of marriage. Mormons take marriage fucking seriously, apparently.
0: But don't they just wear it a fucking crazy on their sleeve in a way that none of the other religions do? I mean, we've watched it's refreshing. Oh my god. <laughs> this was pretty fucking bizarre. Okay, and then we also have to immediately address the sexism of this movie.
1: All right oh because it does not take long, oh my literally God. opening words,
0: yeah, right, <laughs> yes. So the girl here is all insecure and she just can't handle things and she's worried about her being, herself being ugly and he won't like her if she's ugly. He doesn't seem to be worried about it at all. Again, we're talking about fucking a guy who's so ugly we had to modify MacGyver to get there. We couldn't just say he looked like
3: MacGyver. He looks like Tyrion Lannister made out of pancakes and she's worried that he won't love her.
0: And by the way, no. she's fucking hot. She's like, she's, she's more than Jesse Spano.
1: Noah has binders of women like this. Binders. Julie is not Christian movie hot. She's like actually hot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Legit hot.
0: I I had and and she has the
1: big eighties hair for some reason that still turns me on whatever even before at this point in the movie I I didn't realize it was a musical yet right so you just sent me a link and said watch this movie and you said movie <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like oh god they're singing why are they singing this is like a terrible cocktail lounge what's you're going never
3: on? ready for the singing in this movie no matter how many songs no. in they get every time they start singing you go fuck it's, it's a musical terrifying <laughs> I'm never ready so I'm, yeah I'm, it's always so <laughs> abrupt and so much worse than you remembered
1: and you keep thinking eventually one of the songs will be good i'm afraid i i I never thought
0: that for a second after this first one so now we we meet (laughs) the heaven dominatrix lady that has a clipboard and shuffles everybody along to the proper vagina Um, and apparently she catches attitude with every like every single person who's going to be set down to earth in this movie she catches attitude with starting here
3: I have fucked unwilling small animals with less Vaseline than the lens of this fucking shot. It's shot like a commercial for warming lube. I can't see the fucking movie. And it continues through this love scene all the way to fucking Miss Cratchit. Telling him that he's got to hurry up. Otherwise, he's going to end up, I don't know, in Africa. And that she keeps threatening people with being black, too. Like she
2: <laughs> consistently,
3: when white people don't hurry over to the platform of being born, she's like, do you want to grow up in Detroit? Because you're going to end up in Detroit. I got a 501 that leaves in Detroit. You will get shot in the face in a drive-by. I will see so you she, in she six and a half says, minutes. She actually says,
1: do you want to be a missionary to marsupials in Madagascar? Which is not actually possible <laughs> since they don't exist there. But hey, what is? Well, but what is she? Even
0: out? if they did, there's humans there. So, like, would you, if there were, like, a, if, would you go to the fucking zoo and get the marmosets and the fucking marmosets are marsupials? What am I thinking of? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, beavers, yeah, yeah, kangaroos. We'll just go easy.
1: Dog. Fair enough. Apparently, uh, marsupials are not above redemption. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> They're not like black people. I mean, come on,
3: dude. If, <laughs> right? If a marsupial knocked on your door at like eight in the morning and wanted to talk to you about Jesus, you'd let a kangaroo. Come
1: <laughs> Not a possum, though. This
3: Wait, this is it's it goes to our Christian movies are all in the same universe because we know that marsupials can go to hell because oh, they right. see a hell-boned ca-
1: <laughs> kangaroo. It's
3: all one movie.
0: It just ties all around to together. episode it's one. All well done, one sir. one
1: movie. This is a consistent theology.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it makes perfect sense now. <laughs> I also want to point out just very quickly on Julie, she's she's clearly not wearing magic underwear. That is so hot, <laughs> so fucking hot. It's gonna cost her though.
3: So, um, <laughs> right. Also, real quick, can we talk about the set that they're in on whatever? <laughs> At one point, I, I wrote down. I feel like they're about to sell me the mattress they're standing on. They're just having this <laughs> weird. Comm- I don't know. And then the place where we're about to find out, you go from this like pre primordial. What was it called? whatever Primordial
1: pre- existence. Okay, <laughs> you go. The way to get. I'm from saying there, that with such confidence, and I might be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well,
3: the, the way to get from there in this movie is you stand up on like the ring from the Kumite in Bloodsport, <laughs> and then it, it. I have no idea. And what's then happening. Scotty beams you up. Yeah. Yeah, you climb to the top of the little Aztec temple there. Yeah. They had. Right, <laughs> and then two Japanese guys all in black run on and like run you back off. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: It was. Vultures of Horror definitely had better special effects than this movie. Oh, I didn't yeah. think that was possible, but it did.
0: It, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even for nineteen eighty nine, these were pretty fucking bad. And we should point out too that this whole thing is a play, right? It's not like staged like a movie. They're filming the sets from a play the entire fucking time. So uh yeah, yeah, just to give you the right visual here. So now fucking MacGyver Cumberbatch uh goes to um earth or whatever and Julie's all sad because she's going to be all alone and I guess all of her future
3: siblings show up to hang out with her and, and comfort her
1: this is yeah. where it gets weird.
3: <laughs> yeah. So they all, like, crowd around her and talk about how happy they are and how they're always going to be a family no matter what. I just wrote in my notes, I would choose hell over these people. I'm not sure this is heaven, but I would choose hell over these people.
1: <laughs> they're a terrible family. in heaven. We'll later find out that they're even worse on Earth. But in he- even in heaven, they're insufferable. They're literally negotiating how many of us can fit in mom's womb. <laughs> like, what is going on? <laughs> also oh, why is everyone dressed like
3: a mildly gay pirate from india is that a normal thing <laughs> all had the monochromatic
1: heaven? heaven jammies or whatever pastels yeah. <laughs> yeah but then we get down to the youngest girl i can't remember her name emily. Sally or some shit emily thank you uh-huh. so so she's worried because by the time it gets to me quote mom and dad might be out of gas which is a uh, fair fair yeah. criticism you know there are quite a few kids there and it's just like yeah yeah, maybe. Maybe mom's badge is just too banged up for you to make it out, so I guess you're just going to go bodiless for all eternity. <laughs> she that doesn't sucks. know. She's
3: just going to slide out like a fucking someone <laughs> mailed you a Chipotle burrito.
1: <laughs> but then Benji, little shit Benji, then says, what if? Uh, I'm not going to say it. Well, I, I okay, it's so, too sensitive a word.
0: So I actually wrote in my notes, what is Emily worried that she's going to get aborted And then the character actually says that. She's like, well, you know, only 1.7 kids per family. There's seven of us, not to mention abort. And he gets about that far in.
3: Close your little baby ears, shmishmorshman. I'm just talking about family planning. And also, at 1.7 kids per family, I mean, first of all, those families have about... 1.0 moms per household. So it's not really fair to be comparing that to Mormons. But also... I mean, that's just not fair. But also, they they seem to think 1.7 kids per family somehow means like... Every family murders three-tenths of a child? Like, what? <laughs> Just
0: saws the arms off of the elbows or whatever. No, that's
1: coming up later where they have to make that choice. Well,
3: oh, that's
0: true. That's true. That's a real thing. Speaking it is of which, up. yeah, exactly. We're going to meet, uh, now we're going to meet the twins, Pam and uh, and Jimmy, who are supposed to be playing twins but are clearly fucking. Like they were fucking before, like when they said lights and camera,
3: they were fucking and stopped for action. Yes, yeah, someone stopped them from fucking to push them out on stage. Like, yes. she walked out on stage and he slid out of her. That's, that's what's going on between these two characters. And they don't hide it. It's written in the script. Like, I assume that during rehearsal he was like, great, so, uh, Jimmy and Stella and Danny, you have dance call and you guys, you just bury into each other. I don't care who's on top. I don't care who's on bottom. I just want you both to come back wet and full.
1: <laughs> it never stops. The entire movie. Every time they're in a scene together, their hands are on each other's thighs. It's they're so breathing weird. It's like you're twins. Right. This is just not cool, man. Not even for Mormons. <laughs> right. I've never wanted twins
3: to fuck so much since the Olsen twins turned 18.
0: <laughs> 18, my ass. Um, so <laughs> now we're going to meet two other guys who I would bet money were the inspiration for the Book of Mormon musical. Yeah, no question. I, I <laughs> almost have a, certainly.
3: Almost certainly. Yeah,
0: yeah. So we get our, basically our, our Josh Gad of this movie and his sidekick or vice versa. And these two guys, by the way, would look out, out of place anywhere but on bicycles with starch white button downs. And they're going to sing us the third song of the movie, and this has the most spectacularly bizarre lyrics of anything
3: I've ever fucking heard. Yeah, yeah. I wrote in my notes, because at this point, the st- the uh, dry ice smoke was so bad that you literally could not see anything going nope. on in the movie. So I just wrote <laughs> in my notes, we get it, movie, you vape. <laughs> But yeah, they're going to sing the We Don't Know English song. Right. Well,
0: first of all, they're singing about how humble they are. That's like drowning a fish. You can't. That doesn't. (laughs) But they also have this line. We've already alluded to it where they're like, we're not just the ordinary. We are extraordinary. And they actually say... Working a righteous Harry Carey. I went back like six fucking times to oh, make yeah. sure. I looked at the lyrics online. They are saying "work." I have no. That means ritual suicide. That means carving your bowels out with a sword. What the fuck could they possibly have meant there?
3: I was thinking they yep. might mean Harry Carey, like the baseball announcer. That's right. <laughs> That's still confusing, but yes. less so by a little bit, maybe.
1: I don't know. Yeah. So bizarre. I think they were just like, well, it rhymes. It, no right. Yes. No no yeah. Yeah,
3: there's no question there was a writer's meeting and it was like 11 o'clock, which is bedtime for Mormons. And they were like, <laughs> so Brian, I mean, we've got the word ordinary. And he was like, how about Harry Carey? And he, and everyone was like, that's fucking stupid. And he was like, dollar in the swear jar. So they kept it.
1: <laughs> so I know the, these guys are going to keep coming back. So we, we need to like give them names. So I, I think the, uh, Jimmy, uh, the one guy I thought looked like Jimmy Vollmer from South Park, you know, the little crippled <laughs> right, comedian yeah. kid. Jimmy. For sure. And the others I thought was Bubbles from Trailer Park Boys. I don't know if you've ever seen that. But yeah, exactly. The little bitch that just says, whatever you say, Cressler. I'll do whatever <laughs> you say. That one? Yeah. Totally Bubbles.
0: All right. I had him as this movie's Josh Gad the entire time. But yeah. Yeah. Um, so then the clipboard lady shows up to tell him to hurry the fuck up. And I'm thinking, like, man, you let Todd and Julie have two extra choruses. You should at least <laughs> let these guys fucking jump into back and have some sodomy before they go. But no. Um, and this is, oh my God, I've got like nine pages of notes about the marsupials in Madagascar. So while I'm scrolling, you guys can pick it up from there. (laughs)
1: Well, well, how about how excited Jimmy Vollmer gets when he says, we're going down at the same time. And I wrote in my notes, the Eli Bosnick story. (laughs) 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 Check it on bingo, bitches.
0: (laughs) So then those two, whoever the fucks they were, bamf away and a clipboard lady returns to the rest of the kids. And I got to ask, did anyone else catch the line cue here? No. no. Okay. If you watch it again and you're not going to, but to anybody who hasn't watched it yet, very, very clearly someone off screen says, I messed that up once. And the lady goes, I messed that up once.
2: Oh, I'm so
1: excited <laughs> to watch it again. No, I'm not. That's <laughs> oh, like. that's, that's great. No, but let's, let's, let's dive into that. Yeah. The woman that just sent these people to go into some woman's womb to become babies admits <laughs> to the family. I messed that up once. And don't worry, though, because there was a nurse that fixed it. So I I wrote down, is this movie actually admitting that science is smarter than God? Because that's what it sounds like.
3: (laughs) Uh, Or which angel was in charge of that? Just like, fuck it, Brian, get down there. (laughs) Well, because Allison sent them at the wrong times. Yeah, Brian. Yeah, I know you're a giant winged lion made out of fire, but I need you to do that. Move one from there. No, cut one and three. Thank you, Brian. Oh and this is also by the way cuz the, the,
0: then the two the two twins start rubbing each other's thighs and once again the girl is scared so the guy has
3: to man up and tell her it's so going to be okay Wait 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 we got to talk about this. We got to we got to live in this for a second. All right, because all right. they're about Let's to go, go. And I wrote in my notes these actors <laughs> fucked hard, these actors fucked crying. But <laughs> she looks at him and says, "Promise me, Jimmy, Promise me you'll recognize me. And I wrote in my notes, promise me you'll figure out that I can only come when I can't breathe. (laughs) So the secret thing they figure out to do together so that they know that they belong together in pre-heaven is to put their hands on each other's Upper thighs, inner upper inner Inner, thigh. Yeah, upper thigh. They might as well have put a finger inside each other. (laughs) Like three, two, one. That's how we'll know it's you.
1: Oh, and remember what he calls it? He says, "Let's try an experiment." Yeah, yeah, experiment. And and the evil. What's even better is she says, "What's an experiment? (laughs) You dumb bitch! How stupid are they making women out to be in this movie? This is unbelievable. What's an
3: experiment? And it just gets worse and worse. Also, I noticed at this point, he looks like a Japanese man in white face." Oh my god, he does. Yeah, good. check it out. It's really good.
0: <laughs> um, and, and also, this is where we first get the backup dancers, and you couldn't even tell if they were shooting for in unison.
3: <laughs> no. It, honestly, it seemed like one of the dancers is always buffering, and I'm not sure how that's possible. <laughs> But that's what it looked like when well, I was watching And also, the song is
0: not even remotely related. And this is going to happen a lot. It's not even remotely related to what was going on up till that point. They might as well have started singing
1: Hakuna Matata. Oh, it's funny. I wrote down Aladdin's A Whole New World, Mormon style. So, yeah, we're on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> and then,
0: just to make sure that we we understand right away that this movie is going to get good and fucking dark, um, uh, Wally Kessler, the, the guy who uh, got bamfed down with this movie's Josh Gad, shows back up because I guess he was miscarried
3: yeah someone swallowed him (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) and the uh the line we get he's describing what happened to him Mm -hmm. he says i was screaming down this incredible tube of
1: light and then wham i'm back here and 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 the mean admin mormon bitch her response is oh it happens all the time
3: Right. <laughs> oh, don't worry, that was a flashlight. It's cool. Well, I'll no wonder. Tight.
1: No wonder it happens all the time. Who doesn't have one of those?
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> but now we get the scene where the little girl from before who was scared that mom and dad are going to get done oh. funneling things outside <laughs> of her flap curtains. <laughs> <laughs> She makes Jimmy promise to make mom and dad fuck. That's basically what she's like. Yep. Promise me, Jimmy. Promise.
1: Is this where she swears that she'll die for him? Yes. And he smiles?
0: Uh-huh. He's like, yeah, you sure will. <laughs> That'll be in the sequel, but... uh Yeah, but, but, but let's discuss the logistics of that for a second, though. Yeah, because before he leaves, I don't know if they know in primordial heaven or whatever, if, you know, about fucking, but Jimmy says, I promise you'll be born. Like, what is he gonna
3: do? What was his plan? How was he, anyway? Oh, mom, dad, I prepared you these oysters. What's this? A Barry Manilow record? (laughs)
2: Let's get it
3: on. What's this? David Michael to narrate Fifty Shades of Grey? Hey mom, come sit on this speaker. He's going to hum into it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but Nothing about this pre heaven makes any sense. Does it like how can there be kids? How can there be a four year old like uh, who's been four year olds old for eternity? Yeah, I actually said I thought like I assume that there, she's going to be born and die when she's four. So is this like is this oh, kinda, okay. maybe I don't know. I don't know. It's just bizarre.
0: That wouldn't be the darkest part of this movie. Um, so now we're going to cut to the airport here. Now we're outside of pre We're in an airport, and Julie is all grown up. We are 20
3: up. seconds into this movie. I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. but this know. Scene, this, this scene is actually one of my favorites. This was
0: Oh, awesome. it was awesome. So th- And this really, really underscores. Because at first you're just like, oh, maybe that line was just kind of sexist. Maybe I'm... Re-. No, no. This movie is amazingly sexist. So Julie is with Wally, the guy who got miscarried earlier apparently he got born and and him and julie got together we're we're, we're, you you, catch up yeah let's not forget Uh,
1: she's already more or heaven married to what what we're calling him macgyver somebody yeah, yeah. Right. She's already heaven married to this the guy. The world's gayest sketch artist. Bert, <laughs> right. Actually, that is a, that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's the. We'll one. get there. But yeah. So and then and then all of a sudden she's at an airport. Like the next scene, and she's got a new man. Yeah. Which, by the way, is kind of a habit for Julie, as we'll find out. So she bounces around <laughs> a little bit. So just get yeah, used she to. She does. It.
0: Um. So yeah, and then now Wally is going off to to his Mormon mission. He's going to be gone for two years. He's going to California. Um And she's supposed to wait for him. As, f- and a ma- as a matter of fact, she signed a contract promising her vagina would stay, you know, free of everything non-tampon until he gets back.
3: Oh. And I just want to take a moment, okay? I have spent the last four days asking my fiancé if she will do the dish in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> the. The dish. And this woman signed a contract to wait to get fucked for two years. Deal. it's a cereal bowl i'm gonna do it when we hang up
1: <laughs> and she wants his cock so bad she drops to her knees wraps her arms around his legs and begs for it just like don't really go does. i need the d and
2: she yeah no i paused on that scene d. for quite a while i
1: remember it quite
0: quite well Oh, yeah. So that, now we sing another, so now, so now we get like three more couples that show up. This is where we see our, our first black guy. And they're all gonna sing and dance together about the I'll Wait For You Mormon song or whatever.
3: Also, um, and, uh, crazy billionaire money. I remake this and then after the Mormons leave, we just watch these girls get rammed by Nubian goddess gods. We just watch just just giant black men with swinging black cocks just come in and wreck the stage with that little girl in the yellow dress watching the entire time. Just oh, there over. you go. Like, she's excited. She's not scared. She's just excited to be next.
0: Hey, she's eternity years old. It's not... It's not... Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Eli, you don't need billionaire
1: money with Julie. You could just walk up to that girl and say... I've been talking to Jesus, and he told me (laughs) that you choking on my cock will actually make him super happy. So let's see (laughs) if that
2: works.
0: I have a contract right here for you. Also, and I'm surprised we haven't brought this up, but am I the only one that feels like songs should rhyme here and there? Uh, Yeah, it's weird
3: because there's there's a rhyme occasionally, which Mm -hmm. makes you think you're missing out on the other (laughs) rhymes. It's like you're being gaslighted by the movie because it'll be like, we're together forever, we'll be apart, never. Hamster clock, penguin racquetball, glasses, red hat. And you're like, wait. wait, wait." Hold on. the first one's rhymed, right? Yeah. <laughs> also, I want to point out, I looked at Anna after she said, quote, like a faithful girl waits for a missionary, and she slapped me in the balls and left the room. <laughs> so if you're wondering where oh, Anna... It's probably best
0: that she left the room when she did. I actually have a couple of did Anna leave nows in my notes here. And now, just in case this movie was starting to make sense to you, we cut to... um
3: uh, Jamie Gertz in a wheelchair? <laughs>
2: Yeah. Oh yes! You know, God, I've this had this
3: dream before. I've had this dream before. Wait, no, never mind. Yeah, it so changes. the so the twin girl
0: that loved to dance in heaven is is in a wheelchair now. She can still be in the Nutcracker, as I understand it. So
1: yeah. you know, it's we not know. All Do bad. we ever find out why she's in a wheelchair? Uh, just, just Fuck her Fair enough I thought it just Pretty Because much. she sucked At dancing so much In heaven God was like Fuck you You're not dancing anymore
3: Yeah <laughs> You know what it was he, That phasing Didn't go super well That lady messes up All the time She was like "Oh, She adjusted it wrong And she was like Fuck I didn't send The spine I didn't send the spine I'm gonna get in trouble Can we switch The baby's spine With another babe No, <laughs> no a- oh, he, he, All the kids Are using their spines Come on All right. the kids We'll use the luge We'll use the luge It'll be fine <laughs> Alright,
1: so Heath described this scene to us.
2: <laughs> okay, so yeah,
3: good
0: luck
2: anybody. <laughs> so
3: this is this is this really happens. This really happens. Yes, it does. This is a musical number including uh Jamie Gertz in a wheelchair, starring uh-huh. Jamie Gertz in a wheelchair, um, about big noses that, that Mormon is. dads have. Yes. Yes, they're all
0: singing the Everyone has dad's nose and it's really big, and they're all wearing fake noses and doing Jimmy Durante impressions. Yes, yes, yes. That is what's fucking happening in this movie. <laughs> I wouldn't, if I just made some shit up, I would have said hamster racquetball something or whatever. Like he liked it, <laughs> but no, they're doing a Jimmy Durante. Dad has a big nose. They even say at one time, at one point, even mom has daddy's nose. So more incest in this movie. And will this ever make sense? Will there ever be a reason for them to be singing a big nose Jimmy Durante no. song all together as a family? Fuck you! Fuck you for even asking!
1: But I did have to pause and look up this movie, because I thought, like, is this Fiddler on the Roof? I didn't think this was a Jewish family. <laughs> but, I mean, oh, I don't know.
0: <laughs> and So now we cut to the cool kids, and I love the cool kids. First of all, there is no one in this scene that I would not fuck with two beers in me.
1: So, oh, I didn't not even... Not Same notes, except for the, uh, I don't even have the beer... Part. Just, yeah. Strong disagree. <laughs>
3: Strong disagree. Everyone here looks like hepatitis C got one wish. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm do sorry. not know the what ch- you are talking about. The chick <laughs> in the black culottes Ugh. is crazy. They all look hot. like they fucked someone to get into West Side Story, but then he didn't cast them, even though they <laughs> fucked him.
1: You are all crazy. Eli, oh come on! You're telling me. You're telling me Don Johnson yeah, looking right. at you did nothing. Come on.
3: I everyone looks like I look, I could swab the hair from the drain and fuck that before I would fuck anyone that's in this scene. Oh my
2: god.
1: I don't know. They all look like a commercial
3: for Tanner that went terribly wrong during a bus accident.
1: Go on. But in a good way. I'm unzipping. Go on. Say no.
0: So now, as if this movie hadn't gotten bizarre enough, and it apparently hadn't up to this point, the cool kids are singing to Jimmy, who is the twin brother of the wheelchair girl, about how socially irresponsible their Duggar family with their seven kids is.
3: Yeah, their goal is zero population. So apparently they've also been reading the Georgia Guidestones.
0: (laughs) They meant zero population growth. <laughs> That's oh. what they were looking for, but they left out growth, so they're
3: singing about murdering all the humans. I thought they were going for like helix or population extinction, like the like the Ickle books, you know? Uh
1: well said. I have no, no idea. idea. Well, actually,
3: subterranean <laughs> no, no to Tom <laughs> and Cecil get it. Tom and Cecil are cracking up right now. They're having to read that book. Well, oh, you know why?
0: It. Because because you mispronounced the name. You're talking about David Icke? Ickle. <laughs> there's no, there's no L in the dude's name. Well, it's sorry.
3: actually half David Ike and half another author, so he's a chimera. Of oh, I guess. <laughs> a chimera of sorts. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think you're confusing it because Little Wayne in this scene explained it all to us. It's all Planned Parenthood. It's all Planned Parenthood. So it's all Planned Parenthood. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. They're singing a song about the importance of condoms. One of the lines in here is about. This is the actual line. You realize abortion is the answer, my friend. Without it, there's no peace of mind. Now, yeah. I agree.
1: Fair, fair. <laughs> I yeah. agree is is that this.
3: Filipino Bruce Lee who says that? Yes. yes that's...
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I also love that his choice is here. Now remember, this is supposed to be like the evil tempting people, right? So this is mm-hmm. like the, the devil on your shoulder telling you to do the bad things. So the choices they give him are do you want a nice set of wheels? So this is the evil choice, or the holy choice, forty seven kids. <laughs> 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 Those are your choices. Wow. Making it pretty easy on us, guys.
3: Seems like a false dichotomy, <laughs> but okay. Also, if you want to have a dark moment, just remember that this is the most fun the women who acted in this scene ever had in their entire lives. It was the only time they were allowed to wear outfits <laughs> like this. It's the right. only time they were allowed to dance like this. This is how they put themselves to sleep for the next 16 years.
1: <laughs> uh, I've been to Salt Lake City. There is no you do not see skin like you do in this scene. It is there's a lot of skin. So enjoy it, Mormons. It's worth it. This is the closest um, you're getting to porn, Mormons, so have fun. <laughs> Uh, also,
3: I want to introduce my absolute favorite character in this entire movie. There's a what appears to be a gay, black, biker, gypsy, fortune
1: teller, <laughs> Rastafarian, predator, alien yeah. in this gang. I believe I already... Hey, Little Wayne. Right. Yeah, yeah. Go yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. Well, if he doesn't become the main character, I'm going to be very disappointed in this movie. You are going to be
0: very disappointed in this movie then. Um So now we're at home with the Duggars. Time for Sophie's uh, Choice. <laughs> yeah right right yes exactly the fucking my, my, exact so so do i yeah so the little daughter is asking mom hey mom do you love us all the same and she's like what do you mean honey i'm like that's not need a clarification you're just stalling and she's like well my teacher was reading us this story where a mom had to give up one of her kids i'm like mom read you the teacher read you sophie's
3: choice really <laughs> so so the kids decide to play like sophie's choice
1: the board game the, family. <laughs> the kids basically Crazy. decide to do hunger games in, in their heads yeah right <laughs> and they try to give her an out they, they're like hey how about just this stuffed animal just say the stuffed animal and the mom's like mm, i don't know what about that? <laughs> <laughs> we do and have the, this broken one in the wheelchair that's here. what Come dad on, says dad's yeah. first choice is what about that pam cripple bitch what, i don't know I, what about the, do what about the that broken one, one? She's dead from the waist down,
3: so that's like yeah,
2: halfway there she's already. Halfway there.
3: It's only a point to, seven kid anyway.
0: Do we have
1: to paralyze one of you if we kill her? I don't know how that works. And by the way, did I hear correctly that the monkey's name is Monkey Face? Is that? Yes. Yeah, yeah, so. Monkey and face. no one at home, Urban Dictionary, Monkey Face. Just promise me you won't do
3: that. Do it. Google every, image, every. show it to your kids. Don't look at it first. Just Google image, Ask save their job, show it to your child.
1: Monkey Face. So. <laughs> now there is one, there's one person in the room though that does say, wow, this is fucked up. There are too many kids here. And apparently that's just an evil thing to say.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: That's Jimmy who is wearing about one-fifth of his shorts. I can see <laughs> Jimmy's balls so well. I'll never not see Jimmy's balls. Every time I close my eyes, I see Jimmy's balls for the rest of my life.
0: <laughs> you so, never yeah, look directly at him. That's <laughs> exactly, exactly. What the mistake. hell were you thinking? Um. So, yeah, so he starts giving them shit for having too many kids because I guess his friends are picking on him for coming from such a big family. And, like, this is, like, the worst thing that has ever happened to this family. This is the biggest problem they have ever had to face together.
1: Yeah, it's no no issue to figure out who would we kill if we had to. But apparently the thought of (laughs) one more. Right. And
3: so they sing a song about it. The parents yep. sing a why doesn't our song want us to fuck and why do my parents keep fucking song?
1: <laughs> yeah. Duet, tri- yeah.
3: trio.
0: And in my in my notes it just says is this an anti condom movie? I think that is the plot. <laughs> <laughs>
3: There will be no plot.
0: So now Jimmy goes outside where his uh, where his wheelchair sister is is sitting out there looking at the stars, talking about how much it would suck
3: if they were all atheists.
0: She's
1: pretending to right? look at the stars. We see well, her eyes on those balls. Come on.
3: <laughs> also, this actress, she might as well be kicking her legs back and forth in that wheelchair. Yeah, right? It is <laughs> <laughs> also. Can we talk about how fucked up it is? So it's already fucked up that their signal that they love each other and that they're soul siblings is to put the hand on the inner thigh. But she's paralyzed from the waist down. So we can assume she can't feel that. (laughs) So so he puts a hand on her thigh and she's like, I don't know, man. What are you doing down there? (laughs) Remember remember we talked about the finger inside me? This will be
2: better
1: Yeah, but she longingly looks at him and says the words, "You forgot your sword." And I was like, "What usually yeah, yeah, happens huh? out on this deck?" I'm not <laughs> sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, she goes like she has this whole big spiel about how she, like his quest for freedom has begun or something because apparently they figured the movie had to start or whatever, and that was them trying to make that happen.
3: Oh. We, um, we also get some jingly keys in this scene. He asks, yeah. "Why God would let her be trapped in a wheelchair like that?" And her answer is, "You want all the answers at once instead of these." Jingly keys, I've got right no, no, here. Yeah.
1: No, her answer Jingly. was stars. That was her answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why are you crippled? Why did God make you cripple? And she said, because stars. I don't, more I don't know less. how that adds up.
0: Now, the, and then of course, this is where we get into song nine and a, possibly Jesus, no song. we're songs. already at
1: song nine? Yeah, oh, 16, <laughs> yes.
0: Um, and I don't think any song pissed me off lyrically more than this one because I, just because I'm a pedantic fuck, but the, the, the chorus of this song, is line upon line, precept on precept. Okay. Yeah. If anyone who knows what the word precept means already knows where I'm going (laughs) here, you can't put a precept on a precept, otherwise it would just be a sept. You would have to put the... That's what precept means, is that before we start moving, we've already accepted this, you fucking idiot.
1: I still don't know what line upon line line means, so sure. I was was stuck on (laughs) light upon light
3: upon light (laughs) as a lyric. I also wrote in my notes, I never knew precept and wisdom rhymed until today. (laughs) And where it did rhyme, it was like a 12-year-old writing a sad poem, you know? Also, fun game to play. Jimmy's eyebrows get darker every single scene. So if you watch, eventually he has just some rare jungle caterpillar crawling across his face, but it gets more and it gets darker and darker as the scene progresses it's good times yeah also um just really quick there's a lot of airspace inside 80s shirts It's in. it's like a bag of chips everybody's just kind of like swimming or crunching around in there. enormous <laughs> they were shirts. all trying
0: to fool us into thinking they were fat and had giant tits back then yeah so remember julie yeah me neither she's the hot one that looks like mormon jesse spano anyway so last time we saw her she was with wally promising to never 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 touch another dick again until he got back um next time we see her she's going out with peter
1: oh don't let her off yeah. the hook so easy noah don't forget that the first time we saw this is the third time we've seen her. The first oh, time right. yeah, so she was in she was, she was in heaven with her married heaven husband or whatever. Right. Then odd, she yeah. was with Wally. Now, mm-hmm. now she's getting all primed and proper for, Yeah, but, but let's be honest, it was just a friend named Peter, just yeah, a friend, Yeah, right?
3: Right, who she end, <laughs> eventually ended up engaged to. Yeah. So now they sing the. Time for a "Let Me Fuck Someone Else" song. Yeah, it's a fuck buddy song. They sing a fuck buddy song. Yeah,
1: and that- she she basically sends a letter to Wally saying like, "Look, I just need some D. Get over it. <laughs> I'm still keeping my promise, but."
3: Wally, unless you can mail me six inches of cock, I'm going to have to put this on hold. So many, so many times I can slide down the banister before my parents get suspicious, Wally. <laughs> <laughs> Whee! Again, again. It's four in the morning. Sure fucking
2: is. I heard Wee! a line in this song where
1: she said she had dozens of these friends, and I was like, damn. Yes! All right. yes, She is getting it. Good for yeah. you Julie good for you
0: <laughs> no, yeah the Mormon girls don't usually get to be that free um and I of course my note here is you know musical or not you could have just shot this in a real bedroom you guys do know that no you don't no okay never mind. Um, so, and, and then of course, we get like two different songs here, cause first we get her singing about having dozens of fuck buddies, but then we get the back and forth song where like she's singing a letter to Wally and Wally's singing a letter back and, and they're slowly growing apart. Um, he's also going through more and more Mormon companions. Is that, is that uh, like a euphemism for gay lover, David?
1: Well. In the case of uh, bubbles, for sure, those two are so clearly fucking. Do I even need to say? He also
3: has this moment. He says he put his companion in the hospital.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he overworked him. So either way, yeah, uh they show paramedics. Carrying him out on a stretcher. Yeah.
3: He says the guy's lazy. And then in the next letter, he says he put him in the hospital. And I was like, fuck, that guy's hardcore about
2: missionary work.
1: <laughs> but he still hasn't baptized a single person. And he's really been out of shape about it.
0: Yeah. 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 Again, this is, this is where the, uh, my book of Mormon, uh, uh parallel, or not the, my book. That's your show. Uh, where the book of Mormon musical, um, parallels really started coming through. Cause yeah, they hadn't baptized a single soul. So either, either they suck at it or Mormonism is crazy or both. Uh, but this is where he finally meets up with 80s Josh Gad, who, quote, does whatever I tell him without asking any questions, end quote. So, yeah, his gay
1: lover. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, if there is any sexual tension in that movie, it's those two <laughs> way more than the brother and sister, for sure. <laughs> and this comes up again. I, I won't even spoil oh, oh, yeah, the times. end airport scene, but yeah, he yeah, Bubbles Bubbles gets his wish for sure.
0: Yeah, he fucks him in the end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he <laughs> so- gets his
1: man. Good for him.
0: So during this letter writing back and forth thing we establish of course that he's n- nobody could keep up with him cuz he's such a good missionary so they sent Josh Gad there to help him out um but also she dumps him um during a uh, split screen that looks like a local cash for gold
1: commercial
2: yeah, I didn't catch
1: that right away <laughs> apparently she like dumped him and got engaged to Peter all in a letter it was really hard to follow but yeah. that happened apparently <laughs>
3: Yeah, my note here was Mormon Dreams ripped at the seams. It was <laughs> right out of Greece. I we'll love it. Love it. A little bit of Freddie my love in there too. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, weird. Yeah, but without the rhymes.
0: So <laughs> right. then, so then we cut. Okay. So now Wally and, um, and fat guy. Did he have a name? I'm sure he had a name at some, uh, uh,
1: Drew Carey the
0: Mormon. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Harold.
1: Harold is name.
0: Harold. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So Wally and Harold are at the beach in San Diego and, and Wally's all bummed because his girlfriend just broke up with him and, and, and he hasn't baptized anybody. And of course they don't really ever address this, but this is the story of Mormonism ruining Wally's life.
3: Yeah. Isn't it? hmm Okay. Just wanted Pretty to be much, sure. Yeah. And they decide that the way to do it is to give it a really hard try at converting people. And his methodology is... To get up on a bench and make animal sounds. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I wrote in my notes, oh, he's having a breakdown. This wasn't scripted. <laughs> yeah. There was very clearly someone that screamed, cut, cut, give him his pill.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah, for
1: people that have listened to this show, you probably assume that Eli's just saying something silly. No. This no. really happened. He <laughs> yeah. got on a park bench and started mooing and quacking and uh, what, yeah. What, what yeah. was his excuse? This is what Idaho sounds like or something? Yeah, these
0: are the sounds of Idaho, <laughs> which is where I came from to tell you all
3: about Maroney or whatever. Yeah. And, but this is far less disturbing than the other ways he tries to start <laughs> converting people, which is about to happen. Like leaping in front of them as they're walking by. Or grabbing a child off of a moving skateboard,
0: <laughs> oh, waking
1: okay. him up. I can explain and and that one. That one has an explanation. This one I know. So they grab really? this kid going on a skateboard, and he shakes him and says, are you eight? And the kid says, no, I'm six. And he says, oh, crap, and puts him down. Now, the reason <laughs> that matters, follow me here. In Mormonism, there's a thing called the age of accountability. Yeah, it's very fancy. It's it's Eight. Eight so like if the kid was like i'm old enough if, to party if like, you are seven if you been... are seven and a half you can <laughs> murder someone and that is fine do your thing but when you turn eight it's all over but yeah that's when sin counts and you can get your ass <laughs> mm-hmm. baptized so they can they can totally if they want to get their baptism counts up roll into a elementary school and start dunking second graders they can just yeah, right. rack well, it well. up <laughs> <laughs> one
3: question one statement one is the age of whatever you just said also the age of consent? Cause I will change religion on this show.
1: <laughs> I can neither, I can neither confirm nor deny that. Well, in, in
0: Mormonism, you get to add infinity to everybody's age, Eli, so. Nice. Yeah. Got
3: it. I'm going to use that in my upcoming hearing.
1: Yeah. It's called, uh, uh, <laughs> Your Honor, they were always legal.
3: Second thing, and I need to point this out cause this is very important. Noah sent me the outtakes from uh-huh. this scene. And the outtakes from this movie are kinda lame, they're just people messing up their lines, except for this scene where the Wally character keeps picking up the kid and Hurling him yes! to the ground Like he's spiking a goddamn football <laughs> he does, like They're on YouTube times. We'll put it on the show notes But the, in this outtake It's fucking terrifying Because they keep picking the kid up And going Are you eight? And the kid goes No, I'm six And he just fucking spikes the kid's face Into the ground And the kid's like <laughs> <laughs> And they're like, like By the okay? end of it The kid like, is clearly crying And doesn't want yeah, to do it anymore He's and always oh And they go Once more And he's just like <laughs> He keeps It's like he's going to break his back like fucking Batman. It's fucking terrifying. Watch the outtakes of this scene. Obviously, Wally hated children and just continually
1: tried to murder this child during the shoot. Well, he, he wasn't a real human yet. He wasn't eight. So well, right. Fine. He's only six years yeah. old. He's useless.
0: Yeah. Um. So now, okay. So then they walk away. And you guys remember Todd? No, of course not. He He's the guy who looked like Benner, Benedict Cumberbatch. Fuck
3: MacGyver. Yeah, it looks like Dawson's Creek fucked Porky pig.
1: looks like Steve Irwin's fetus. You got it. That's the one. What is it now? Yeah. What are we calling him? Um, the, the rapey
3: professor from Saved by the Bell the College Years? Yeah, that's him. <laughs> Jeremiah Lasky, yeah,
1: I know, so, I know his name. So,
0: t-
3: <laughs> that's right.
0: So that's, that's two Saved by the Bell references we get in this movie. So Todd is just drawing on the park bench and he's singing about how jealous he is
1: of all the Mormons' Mormoniness. I don't know. It seemed like he was jealous of what he's drawing. He's like, I'm drawing these people and they look just way better lives than I have. It's like
3: <laughs> <laughs> we should explain. Todd has a magical power in this movie. That's right. I'm going to say that again because I need it to be heard by other humans. (laughs) Todd has a magical power in this movie. Namely, he can draw people's potential. What? That's
1: what he says. Even his own. Even his own. Yeah,
3: so he's drawn himself as he wants to be, and he's just eye-fucking his own picture. This is very clearly supposed to be the Castro, right? Like, this is some gay guy hanging out of the Castro, showing 19-year-olds like, this is what you could be, huh? How about the Bushes? No? All right.
1: Oh, no. That scene comes up, and it's even greener. Yeah, oh,
0: yeah. And it's it couldn't be clearer what his motivations are here. Um, so now we we go back to Julie, the sleut and she's in love with Peter now. Now, this is the first time I wrote, just a wild guess, this is where
3: Anna left, isn't it? Yeah, I had coaxed Anna back into the room at this point, <laughs> and her list of things she wanted to be as a wife... Literally made Anna growl like getting too close to a strange dog. I'm sitting there on the couch, I'm typing in my notes, I've got it paused, and I'm like that's weird, the heater's going, and I just hear Anna going <laughs> as this world as this girl lists the things
1: well, I first love her first list is everything she Peter gives her everything she ever wanted, which is, mm-hmm. and I quote waking, sleeping, laughing, weeping. <laughs> That's everything (laughs) you've ever wanted, huh? I guess, All right. That's fun. Yay. Just
3: need a sandwich and a weepy blowjob. That's good. (laughs) The Eli Bosnick story. And she says
0: afterwards that she wants to be a good wife for him. And to her, that means cooking, cleaning, and I guess using a lot of base to cover up the black eye.
1: (laughs) Yeah. One thing she notably didn't mention was being faithful because she hasn't really done that very well so far in this movie. Yeah.
0: Hey, you know what? Julie can
3: fuck
1: whoever she wants to Hey, I ain't, I ain't judging her. I ain't judging her. Just saying.
3: It's, but that's okay, because it's time for her to do another song about how much she loves Peter featuring a sweet Spanish guitar and a Casio keyboard.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. What's the <laughs> name of the descri- song? Make Home Yourself goes. Worthy for Your Man. Yes. yes. Oh,
3: that's amazing.
0: Yes. Right. That's actually the goddamn name of the song. Um, so then we we, we uh, cut back to the Duggars' living room where they're all uh, you know
3: taking uh, the wheelchair girl for a ride, right. But then the two brothers are fighting. Don- baby Donald O'Connor and Jimmy are in a big fight. <laughs> and we never know what it's
0: about, uh, but at all the we end know what of it's it,
1: about is very clear. Is it? Benji got his nose in Jimmy's business. He said oh. it several <laughs> times. Keep your nose yeah. out of my business, which for some reason, when Todd gets his nose, all up in his business in the park, that's fine later on. But for right now, he True. does not like it. He shoves him at the
3: end of this fight, and baby Donald O'Connor acts like he has internal bleeding. Oh, yeah, he like pushed his him to ribs death. Are bro- he pushed him to death. I expected him to get c- crazy whisper disease from left behind. Like
1: that. <laughs> well, here, here's what I don't get about this movie. With the exception of Pam, who, yeah, she's in a wheelchair, but she's actually kind of a nice human being throughout this movie. Every one of the other siblings are complete assholes to each other throughout the entire movie. They're constantly just all up on each other's shit. But for some reason, they're like, oh, Jimmy was mean. What do we do to save Jimmy? It's like, you're all assholes. I, I don't know why you're picking on Jimmy. But, yeah.
0: I just want to point out that you just said, and I don't know exactly how you meant this. She was in a wheelchair, but she's a good person.
2: I, well, so when you I word agree.
3: It that David, way. you and I are the two ones that are brave enough to say people in wheelchairs are assholes. And I'm finally... David Michael of the My Book of Mormon podcast, right. which is available for an iTunes review at any moment, is the first brave soul to say again at my book of mormon on twitter is the first one to say that disabled people are and i'll say it broken wouldn't you? i'm just saying what I'll you're saying you it's pr- but apparently saying
1: hereditary it, i was uh in in like a target or something with my son who was like five at the time and there's a w- big big fat lady in her little hover around thing right and she gets mm-hmm. she, she needs a cereal on the top shelf so she stood up out of this thing to reach for it and my son pointed with the the most accusational mm-hmm. finger on the planet and said daddy she can walk. Oh, <laughs> just God. angry as hell. Just <laughs> mad as hell at her. Walter yeah. from the Big Old <laughs> Yeah. So apparently, yeah, it's not just me. I apparently I've, I'm I'm uh, feeding that on to future generations. Sorry, world. I I can't help it.
0: <laughs> so. Um,
1: yeah, bring him back. Bring him back now. Y- yeah, Come yeah, on. yeah. Like, yeah. Really, 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 I'm just, just about my
0: point. Poor mother who has been in a wheelchair since before I was born, and uh, and and how your nasty little well, child would be it's fucking awkward. with her at the. <laughs>
1: My mom versus your kid. Go! But I'll tell you, once you once you take the brakes off those wheels, it makes (laughs) for some pretty good fucking noise.
0: Wow. Okay, I'm never gonna get back now. So I'm just gonna live. There'll be a there'll be a beep or something, and then we'll just show up on this scene. So (laughs) exactly. There we go. So now we go back to Jimmy and his buddies, and the two the two less hot of the three hot chicks is trying to are trying to double team him, I
3: guess, or something. Mm. At a uh, jeep dealership in Purgatory.
2: I
1: have no idea what's happening. The last time they were together, they were all huddled around something that looked like a Porsche. I don't think it was a Porsche, but they at least tried to make it look they like one. They tried to one. call it a Porsche. Now it's a Jeep, so I don't know what's happening to this group. They're yeah. losing money fast.
3: And they they sing the We Can Fuck Whoever We Want song, and there's just this incredible moment in this scene where they say, jumping our fears, and everyone does the whitest jump you can possibly <laughs> imagine at the same time. It is Amazing! If you d- haven't watched this movie yet, watch it only for the tenth of a second. All the white people on stage go. Eh!
0: <laughs> I was just watching the brunette through Kinda this entire Stung scene. my ankles.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and apparently, all they're they, okay. So I guess what they're trying to do is talk Jimmy into going to California with them to party or whatever. Although they're very unclear about that. And I guess all nine of them are leaving in the same jeep too. Yeah, um, that should be fun. Uh, so but before he can go, he has to go back home where they've got a surprise party for him. I guess it's his birthday. Oh yeah. yeah. And let's talk about the gifts that these people have for him. Okay, but oh, before God. we do, can we point out the fact that each person has dressed like their gift? Yeah. Each person
3: <laughs> has is wearing a costume of their gift.
0: Hmm. So and uh, Julie, by the way, just had wrapped herself up, and the entire time I'm like, if she's not naked under there, I'm gonna be pissed. Spoiler
3: alert. I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah, I kept expecting her.
0: We to be all naked. had
1: the same note. It's not even. It's like, of course, we had the same note. The <laughs> girl was hot and in nothing but wrapping paper. What did we think was under there? This yeah. just rude not to be naked. <laughs> yeah,
3: and it was. In fact, it was. So the littlest one gives him Mr. Monkey Face,
1: which we already learned that nobody wants. Even the mom doesn't want it. She doesn't yeah, mind no. to get rid of that. Fucking old stuffed he's monkey.
3: He's like, I don't want this stuffed monkey. And she's like, take the fucking stuffed monkey. We hate it. Mom, do you think the monkey's real? I'm a Mormon. I don't know what's real. <laughs> take the monkey. It's got Zika virus. I don't want it. And,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so Ernie is dressed like a chimney sweep because he's going to shine uh, Jimmy's shoes for a year. That's his a gift. A year. A year. year.
3: Yeah. That's a pretty good gift, actually. Younger sister is going to... And this also... I had a. I don't know if anyone had this... Did you guys have a wistful moment here where you were like, Aw, Mormons. Like, this is the nice part of Mormonism, where they get you in. Right? I was going to stop you just, at wistful, no. Right? Yeah. They they wear costumes, and they give each other presents, and that seems nice. And you, can, you just got to compromise that with the crazy pre-com version of heaven. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, and of no. course... <laughs> to answer your question, Eli No. Yeah, Did not I think
3: nothing nope. wistful never
0: never entered into it, didn't factor into it. It's like the Norwegian blues plumage. And then the wheelchair girl turns to him, this is just... Twin sister whose birthday it also is, and says, "I love that you
1: give me shit about him, like whatever I said before, and you can't even say her name is Pam. No, she's the wheelchair girl. Yeah, I get all the shit. Go I, on, Noah.
0: I, I just, well, you know, like I, I'm, I'm not like this fucking movie. I'm not expecting the audience to keep track of all these people's names. So, Pam,
1: comma the wheelchair girl. Yeah, only thing. She so, has a name, sir. <laughs> don't you so, don't police us, David? So, don't you try and get Miss out of Krippy. this." <laughs> to turns uh,
0: to her brother, Jimmy, and she says, will you please kneel before me? And I'm like, finally, he's going to eat her out.
3: It's about damn time. But right. no. Doesn't matter if she can feel it. Make the alphabet with your tongue, Jim-Jim. <laughs> At least give it a try. Let's find out. But no, she made
0: him tinfoil night stuff. Yeah. For... Because remember earlier she said the thing about the quest?
1: No. And, and Anyway, yeah. And did you guys catch when she was knighting him with her little cardboard sword that when she like tapped his shoulder, he actually said, ow, that hurt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I missed that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking pussy.
0: <laughs> um, but then we get to the, to the turn.
1: Oh, this they, is awesome.
0: The mom has it. a surprise. This plot's about to get going. I know it's been sounding pretty boring so far. <laughs> Apparently, mom is pregnant again,
3: and Dear Jimmy God. is crazy pissed. So mad that his mom fucked. He is so mad that his mom. Norman Bates would have been like, "Dude, you have issues. You need to let your mom live her life." Well, this is a clear Not spite helping. pregnancy. I mean, what? Come on. Clearly, like got pregnant right in his face. Spite <laughs> pregnancy. The Eli Bosnick story. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so that Jimmy just looks her right in the eye and says, "I hope you have a fucking litter, you whore." Basically, right. all right. And then I'm the Dad librarian. does
3: the best stage slap in the history of the world. It's a, s- it's a uppercut. It's a uppercut <laughs> stage slap.
2: <laughs> and Backhand Jimmy goes head.
3: flying like It Man Four, Secret of the Ooze. He <laughs> flies across the room. It's crouching tiger, hidden Mormon. It's <laughs> fucking amazing. <laughs>
1: yeah, Jimmy either got actually backhanded in the face, or. Best special effects of any movie that you guys have ever done before. (laughs) One of those two. It was great. It was a great backhand.
0: So, yeah. So, hooray for physical abuse. And then I guess mom got so upset that she miscarried the baby. And somehow
1: that's Jimmy's fault? I don't know. Dad (laughs) hit the kid. I don't know. I don't get it. You're killing your sister, Jimmy. killing your sister. You made dad hit
3: you. Why did you make dad hit you? (laughs) And the angel kid goes back in her cage. Back <laughs> yes, in primordial, yes. whatever the fuck.
0: So with that morbid turn, we're going to pause to pick our jaws back up. But before we do, let me give Act 3 the hard sell. Will Jimmy and Pam ever consummate their siblinghood? What the fuck is wrong with these people? When are they going to sing hasadega Ibuai? Find out the answer to these questions and more when we return for the reluctant conclusion of Saturday's Warrior. All right, kids. Time for bed. That's enough
3: Saturday's Warrior for tonight. Hey, Dad. Mom? Yes, honey. Well, we were thinking about the movie. And well, what if we have a little sister in heaven waiting to be part of our family?
0: Oh, sweetie, that's a nice thaw, but I
1: think we have all the family we need right now.
3: Yeah, I wasn't really talking to you. Uh, n- no, no me son. I-, I mean, he has a point, dad. We don't really ask the oven if it's ready for bread. Yeah, you know what is, I'm is she the issue? Because we'll hold her down, dad. We'll, Wh- we'll... What? Fuck Jesus, Brian. Yeah, man, uh, way too far. But, but like, we will, though, but still. Okay, uh, all right. You take the left arm, you take the right. We should have a reality show.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you see, I'm a different kind of artist. I draw what people could be. Look here. Oh, dude, come on. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, no, I know, I know. That strong jaw, that determined look in your eyes, that's not who you are now. But it is who you could be. Dude, dude, I'm also sucking your dick in this picture. Uh, what? Oh, yeah, I guess you are. Weird. But, uh, look at the fortitude in your brow. Dude, dude, I'm, I'm not important. gonna suck your dick. Well, nobody said you were. I haven't even mentioned it. Look, if you're getting hung up on what you're doing in the picture, I do have a few others. Okay, so this, this one right here is a picture of you sucking my dick. Dude, 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 it's not about that. Look at the commitment to family you clearly have in your heart. Look at your chin. It's all forward, ready to face the future. I I don't want to see this. This is not, I don't. Okay, 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 fine. One last picture. Is anybody sucking anybody's dick? I feel like you're really fucking, no, but there's not. There's not, I swear. Okay, fine, let me see it. There, this, this is what you could be. This is a picture of me taking a dump on your chest. A confident dump on my chest.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And we're back for a reprise. And when we last saw Emily, she was being blasted out of a a vagina and bloody chunks all over mom's temple garments. So now we're literally going to start the next scene with the miscarried baby in pre-heaven upset that she didn't get to be born. Yeah. So the baby died. We have achieved dead baby... In this movie Christian movie bingo <laughs> <laughs> Mormon movie bingo is pretty fucked up If this movie's any indication right. That
3: is one fucked up bingo Actually, board right there I've pre-watched a couple of the movies That we've got coming up this month And dead baby is not a bad thing to have For Mormon movie bingo
1: Let <laughs> no. me tell you Well the best is So So there she is You're right she's, mm. she's stuck in heaven now She's like fuck I didn't get a body This sucks And whose fault is it everybody? Mm-hmm. The unfaithful kid in the family Jimmy's, Jimmy's. Yeah
3: Jimmy yes Wheelchair girl's fault. Well, keep in mind now, Jimmy
0: promised to keep his parents fucking before he was born, and he didn't keep his promise.
1: So, you know, he's probably taking cues from his little sister, Julie, but you know, this is a family that does not keep their word. That's all I'm saying. Right.
0: (laughs) 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 No shit. (laughs) Can't trust those Mormons. Um, So, like, uh, so now we got, we cut to Jimmy, and he's on the beach in San Diego, some number of Weeks or months or years later, they had no indication
1: whatsoever. After murdering his little sister,
3: yeah, <laughs> he ran away from home because his mom got pregnant. Is that the I-
1: plot here? <laughs> yep. I guess. Yes. Okay, that is accurate. Yeah. Um,
0: but the good news though is that the black guy gets two lines in this scene, y'all. Yeah. That's three total. He.
1: This is where I decided he was Little Wayne. The way oh. he says, "Gonna wash away his sins." Oh, exactly, <laughs> that was classic, little Wayne.
3: Uh, I wrote my notes. Wait, did they all fuck each other? I like this part of the movie better. Well, that's okay. So it's all of it's
0: Jimmy and all of his bad friends or whatever. And it very much looks like we're just they just threw something on after the orgy in case the cops walked by. Yeah. That is very much the sense you get from this scene.
3: Uh, and then he reads a letter from his sister who is in the hospital. This is the wheelchair sister who's in the hospital
1: with she has a name, Eli. It's (laughs) Pam. I
3: was gonna give you shit if you didn't give him shit. So (laughs) Pam, whose bottom half doesn't work. Uh, <laughs> is in the hospital with, with wheelchair-itis? Like, we don't yes, know. Exactly. Yeah. Like, she has oh, the
1: usual Broken things. brother
3: promise-itis,
0: yes.
1: <laughs> oh, but don't worry. She got a great present from her brother at home. Did you guys get this? Yeah. sent her lizards and grasshoppers? <laughs> I, uh, that sounds fun. Like, what a little prankster. Yeah. <laughs> Sending yeah. lizards and grasshoppers to a hospital. <laughs> that's, that's genius. <laughs>
3: And Julie's gonna marry Peter. Yeah, uh-huh. And then Pam gets so fucking close to saying a good message, and then she takes a, a real hard right turn into not a good message, because she says, freedom is knowing who you are, as long as who you are is exactly what we want yeah, you to Yeah, right, be. as long as that's a Mormon, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thought I was yeah. gonna say walking, yeah. didn't you? Nope. nope. <laughs> You're such an asshole, you thought I was gonna say
1: walking. <laughs> Fuck you. I did take a moment to think about that and I thought, yeah, if you asked a slave, you know, hey, do you know who you are? I sure do. You're free. Yeah, that's not how this works. Bro. No,
0: that's just not having amnesia. Yeah. Um, and now we get, okay, so he's, he's, his friends have left and, and he's sitting on the bench reading his sad letter from his hospital sister. And, uh,
1: and what is, what is she trying to say in that letter, by the way? Just kind of like, I wish you knew Jesus like I did, because it makes me happy. Even she, though sure she sure is. She sure is. Okay.
0: That's it. Got it. That's the message. Got it. And again, there is no solid floor to the crazy. We are in free fall for this entire movie, so now we're going to get, and we've already obviously alluded to this with the interstitial and, and earlier, this is the scene where Todd is drawing Jimmy. It is one of the most <laughs> awkward homosexual come-ons that I've ever seen in film, and I've seen a lot. So
1: yeah, uh, I lived
3: in the village for four years, and this is the weirdest gay come on I've ever seen. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. no, you didn't say it right. When you said he's drawing him, that implied that, like, he asked him to draw him. <laughs> no, no, that is not what happened. No, we have Jimmy reading this heart-wrenching letter from his sister that's got him all banged up inside, while a stranger draws him. And when Jimmy stands up to go away, this complete stranger says, Sit your ass back down. <laughs> I'm not done yet. Yeah. It is weird.
0: And he's very <laughs> demanding throughout this whole scene. He keeps like going, turn to the left. I need more profile. <laughs> turn to the right. Unbutton your top button.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Spook your lips are... out like you have a popsicle in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> notice your shorts are covering your penis now? <laughs> Trying to draw you. Is that a deal breaker?
1: Alright. <laughs> and I was I was so worried for uh who is this? Todd, right? Mm-hmm. Todd's the one drawing. This is the creepy art dude. Yeah. yeah this is the original uh heaven husband mm-hmm. of julie yeah. yeah so anyway so i was really worried for todd because uh, we already saw what happened to benji when he got his nose up in jimmy's business i was like oh, <laughs> this guy is so far up in his business he's about to get fucking murdered but i think but no yeah jimmy, he just takes it jimmy had a
0: little crush on him he didn't mind being a bottom for todd yeah and so as they're chatting he's going like oh, i hate my family because we have so many kids and todd wishes his mom's vagina had a turnstile too and 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 wishes that he could find jesus uh, he, he actually says that like, like, or I guess he doesn't exactly say that, but he basically says like, I sit on this bench all the time. We're wishing that I was Mormon and I'm not. So like life could be worse. <laughs> well, I'm staring
1: at my masterpieces that I've drawn. Yeah. <laughs>
3: right. And he's like, so this is where we realize that he draws people's potential. Yes. And he shows him a picture and Jimmy goes, that's not me. And then we see the picture and it's just a sketch of him. It's, it's very clearly him. just a picture of him. And he's like, look at your brow. Look how determined you look. Look at your forehead. That's who you could be if we so, fucked. And I kept waiting for him <laughs> to say if we fucked, but he never. Well, I-, I love too. like everybody's potential,
0: according to his drawings, is exactly you only looking slightly up like 14 <laughs> degrees. <laughs> That's your potential. If you were on your knees, yeah.
1: And how many times did Jimmy try to walk away from this creep? Like, at least five. And he was like, no, wait. No you, means no, wh- Todd. Wh- what are you running away from? Tell me. <laughs> Tell me more about him. it. Just, you, man. He was, was like.
3: <laughs> you don't have a pencil. That's your dick in your hand. You're just wiping it back and forth across that paper.
1: <laughs> don't
3: come to a park in the clouds
1: and tease a guy like that. Yeah. up. <laughs> But I'm afraid the last are going to have to die down, guys. Cause what happens next?
0: Well, first of all, I want to point out that this is the first time in a movie I've ever seen a, a, a film cut from the scene we're watching to the exact same scene, right? So, <laughs> I guess, cause Jimmy leaves the bench and then we cut to Jimmy sitting on the bench. I'm like, guys, yeah. it, you know, even, even like Ed Wood would like move over to the other side of that set.
1: No, he lives in the park now. Don't make fun oh, of him. Oh, I, I see. I see. I you. Yeah. Go on.
0: So, and then the hot cool,ot brunette chick shows up uh, for a second to tell him he needs to call his mom and then she's gone because fuck this movie. Right.
3: And then he goes to the payphone. Where it begins to fake rain, and I wrote in my notes, oh, I cannot wait for this fake rain. And indeed, it is just some guy up in the rafters spraying a hose directly down on Jimmy. Not even on like a sprinkler setting, too. It's just no. like a single jet of water hitting him in the back I don't of the neck. Get my thumb like, some wet. Set it to sprinkler, Brian. Fuck you. Alright, fine.
1: Yeah, can we also, yeah, it went from broad daylight to night. like when the water started so i think it was just like how do we make it look like that you just turn that light off yeah Yeah. oh got it got it okay we turn the light off we get the hose okay perfect and we learn the fucking payphone.
3: and we learn that pamela died from not having a mormon twin anymore (laughs) well right and and, and that's
1: (laughs) that's my
0: goddamn (laughs) note here I wrote, he needs to call home. I bet Pam's dead, because
3: that would be perfectly insane. Yep. Yep. Those are my notes. She died of atheist brother disease. That's what happens. (laughs) We then cut to heaven, where she's with her little sister, and her little sister's like, how is earth? And I wanted her so badly to be like, you know, not great. I couldn't walk. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Don't you love to dance? Yeah, I do. (laughs) We talked about that. That's kind of fucked up, isn't it? Well, but also, I mean, do
0: more... Do Mormons go back to pre-heaven when they die? I guess. Isn't there I supposed to be a it's different? All,
1: maybe because there was still a sister there, I she had to. Think. I don't know. This, I, you know, what? I don't think Mormons know either. I, I really feel like don't. you need to do more I don't more think research. no one's ever thought this through because it's it's just no way to make it make sense. You know, I bet that's in the last
0: half of doctrines and covenants. I bet it explains the whole damn thing. You <laughs> quitter. Damn
1: it! I gave up too soon.
0: <laughs> oh, and I, we should point out that we're we're back in pre-heaven, which means that we now have to fucking shoot the seen through a fucking petri dish again i mean yeah. like, sybil shepherd would tell you to wipe that shit off the lens guys this is ridiculous
1: but they were starting to conserve on dry ice it wasn't nearly as uh, <laughs> yeah. i don't know smoky is that I've the word
0: blacked out with more
1: clarity than this shot <laughs>
0: <laughs> so now we get the the jimmy
1: on a bench song um, oh, I called it the most upbeat suicide song ever. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, and, and my note here, too, on the music here is, is like, is Jimmy off time, or is the guy with that bell just ringing a bell? I mean, is that not related? Is that the ice cream man outside? Right. Fucking ridiculous. The polo ridiculous. shirt
3: budget for this movie was <laughs> tens of millions of dollars. I don't know about anything else.
0: <laughs> it's where all the special effects money went, yeah. Uh-huh.
1: So is this a song where uh, suddenly... He sees his cool friends, and they're like, hey, do you want to have an awesome life? Come this way. And then it shows... His dead sister and his never existing sister? Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, over here. And I'm like, wait, so he is supposed to kill himself? <laughs> what, what choice are you asking him to make? <laughs> I
3: don't get it. And then there's his family. They uh-huh. appear. Yep, they're and there they too. they want him back. And I wrote in my notes, I want a fourth light to appear with that gay guy from the park so badly. <laughs> Just like, Jimmy. Oh, what's this? An abandoned movie theater? Jimmy.
1: <laughs> Just like all the temptations start to appear, just like can we can we just start a GoFundMe just to give Eli crazy billionaire money? Yeah, well, you know
0: we all have of it. These are great ideas. <laughs> Unfortunately, they won't let you on uh, on Patreon. They wouldn't won't let you put a billion dollars as one of your goals. That's yeah, so and Nina
3: Sarkeesian ruined it for everybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, see, honestly, I got to be honest. Through this whole scene, I had no ability to like think or write anything because the entire time I'm just screaming at my fucking computer. Down and another don't rhyme. Uh, (laughs) That's all I could handle. So now, just to make sure that you understand how dark we're being, we're going to go to
3: Pam's funeral. Everyone's wearing black and Jimmy wore a black leather jacket for the occasion.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually wrote, you douchebag, it's your twin sister put a suit on.
3: <laughs> Gay Rasta gypsy pirate biker costume would have been more appropriate at this point.
0: <laughs> and they had one. He had access to one. And then, of course, we we have the joyous funeral hug. Everybody's so happy that Jimmy showed up, they kind of
3: forgot about the... I wanted them yeah. to trample her grave, like <laughs> knock over the stone and fucking like... <laughs> Wait one second, I got to take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> i'm so happy to see you jimmy <laughs> uh,
0: that's, one more everything's better with <laughs> jokes thank you and and meanwhile you guys remember wally and the fat guy well apparently so did the writer just now because apparently they're <laughs> back uh, in the movie the Mormons.
1: yeah and what what are you talking about, fat guy? Because the first thing he says is, "Why don't we have any baptisms? I've been fasting for so long." Like, no, you have not, no. sir. No, you have. You didn't not.
3: fast before you walked out on stage, dude. Yeah, right. Christian <laughs> You're Bale, still you eating ain't. a sandwich.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, so they're still depressed because they haven't managed to baptize a single person. It's almost like they've been sent on a useless, stupid, fucking mission that wasted two years of their lives. Uh, Um, but the fat guy's not giving up because he's taking every opportunity to put his face on Wally's dick. I mean, there's like nine times where he's like, what, what if, what if my character just hugged up on your leg and started
3: grinding against it? (laughs) Guys, we need to just go through the script. No more of this body improv. It's not, it's not working. We're running out of film. We are running out of literal film. We have eight hours of you guys wrestling that never turned into a scene.
1: So so for the rest of this scene if you imagine that uh Wally and the fat man were were somehow trying to find a third man to join their the threesome, right? Yeah, to get this going. <laughs> now, at this moment, uh Wally's just like we're never going to find the next guy. We just can't make it happen. But the fat man says, "Whoa, What about uh Todd over there on the bench?" Yeah. And then uh wh- I believe his response was, I've seen him every day, but he isn't my type. Yeah, <laughs> something, <laughs> something like that. And I was like, wait, I was only in my head joking about the whole threesome thing, but now I'm not sure what's going on. What are they doing? Now, I, I got to point this
0: out because this is one of my favorite things that's ever happened. This is an audio note. Again, the podcaster and me coming out. When they go over to talk to Todd about Mormonism and try to sell him on their church or whatever, the two guys, the two actors start whispering... Because no one knew how to reduce the audio in post. <laughs> I shit you not. The, and because like their sounds, their shuffling is still the same volume and they're going, Hi there, we're Mormons and we'd like you to join the Mormon church. It's fucking hilarious. But they also
1: we, couldn't let you hear what they were actually saying. It would have been fucking been even crazy. More ridiculous. Yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> this is where we get the profilatization montage and this montage is everything I ever wanted. They hand him the book, and he looks at it, and he's like, oh, this doesn't seem like bullshit. Then they use the fat guy's stomach as a projection screen. <laughs> he's they, not uh, making this up. No. They, this is actually this is amazing. They For stomp no on his cigarettes. Uh-huh. And I wrote, yeah, smokers love that, right? <laughs> no, he gets into it. He's yeah. just like,
1: let me stomp on some. Yeah, fuck <laughs> your cigarettes. I hate you, too.
3: And also, by the way... We
0: are three-quarters of the way through, and everybody who is listening to this episode that didn't see this movie is not even aware that Todd has no chin. We have not even mentioned his chinlessness.
3: (laughs)
1: No, it is something. You remember that lady who
3: got her face eaten off by a monkey? Yeah, that's it. (laughs) This is what the monkey was going for. The monkey saw this movie. like She had Saturday's Warrior playing, and he was like, Oh, your face is all wrong. Let me fix that for you. Ah, ah, ah." That's why you got to shoot him. You got to shoot him early.
1: (laughs) Imagine like skin going from lip to nipple, like, just all the <laughs> way. Yeah, yeah just that's, that's shaped like a light bulb. At. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, light bulb. There it is, light bulb head.
3: And, and by the way, um, back when Nexus was happening, we're up in New York. I sat through this Mormon pitch in Central Park just so I could get a free Book of Mormon because yes. I knew we were going to do that. <laughs> yes, you did. Uh huh. And. I never got to watch a movie projected onto a fat guy's belly. That's That's some (laughs) bullshit. (laughs) I could be Mormon by now. I probably murdered several more unborn children since then. Like, that's just (laughs) sloppy.
0: And also, this is where they get so super excited that they reprise the ritual disembowelment song. And I just had this thought. Uh, This actually occurred to me during the interstitial. I bet what happened is that the fucking writer looked at a thesaurus under sacrifice. And found oh. Harry Carey. Oh, yeah! I bet that's how they found. And he's like, "Fuck, that rhymes perfect."
1: <laughs> no, guys, actually, they they just got married. Did you guys not know that? That's what happened at the end of that song. Oh, I see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah. They're they're a thing now. So, and and we'll find that out later. Yes, we will. The final <laughs> airport scene. Yeah, these two are. Yeah, they're they're Mormon married.
0: I, I I okay. All right, that that makes this whole fucking movie make sense. Yeah, I think they call it Temple Married.
1: And if you disagree with me, send all of your emails to Eli. All right,
2: there
0: <laughs> you go. Um, and so now we cut back over to Julie's room. She's getting ready for her her wedding, but apparently she's getting cold feet. She can't marry Peter because well, she's holding off for a little no illusions. Right. <laughs> Sir, I will keep that hair standing up sure for you, lady.
1: Peter, I lost track of all the dudes Julie might or might not be marrying. So yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. She has this
3: moment where she's sitting in her room crying, and they come out, and they're like, hey, are you, and I'm, like, sad about your sister dying? And she's like, no, 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 it's about my wedding. It's like,
0: well, I guess we all got over (laughs) that. We got over that by the time Jimmy got there with his leather
2: jacket. (laughs)
1: Yeah. And when her parents ask her why she has, like, are you sure it's not just doubts? Which, what do you mean just doubts? Like, doubts are enough. (laughs) Yes, that's But her response is no, it's so much deeper than that and I leaned in like go on deeper. and that was it that's all we yeah, got it's no. deeper
0: I was yeah. I was believe me as soon as she said deeper I was I was hooked too but no I
1: kind just, of think that was her way of saying mom and dad once you go black you
3: know? <laughs> <laughs> There's a second G spot mom I've been trying to tell you it's at the be- it's near the pelvis I, I can't describe it what about the esophagus? I can't describe it so now, now we cut to, um,
0: to Todd. He's now three fourths of the way through the Book of Mormon and, and suddenly it all makes sense to him. He looks up and he goes, Oh, I see. I was alive before I was alive. So I, I'm just curious in your experience, Dave, is that how, how it works? How, how far in were you before you realized that you were pre-born?
1: It was something that, that, that moment where he looked up and said, I never knew that I could know the truth. And you just saw him just fucking mentally orgasming mm-hmm. man it was uh I, that happened at least three times during the show <laughs> yeah yeah it's something else what once, once you once if you didn't if you never really uh, like once you hear how the submarines worked you know <laughs> three thousand years ago Those are the, oh Hebrew, my God. the Hebrew. Hebrew it sounded, it sounded so bad but now that i'm reading it whoa yeah. Mind blown <laughs> And this is yeah. where
3: I realized he looked like one of those like Snapchat filters where you get to blend two faces But it's of an ass and Patrick Swayze
2: <laughs> <laughs> like just a, It An, does! an that ass exactly and weird. Patrick Swayze
0: <laughs> You've wanted a name for him this whole fucking time David, it's assy Swayze, that's him
1: That was it He kind of
3: looks, looks like Anthony Edwards like Transitioned into a lesbian Koopa Troopa He's got a little bit of that going on too <laughs> A little of that too so
0: now we get our uh, 16th song and though it's oh. not the it's not the uh, Mario theme unfortunately uh, this is the one where Julie and Todd are now singing from different coasts and he's wandering into her bedroom and she's wandering into the park because they're just on a stage together or whatever. Um, and I wrote in my notes just, this is the worst it's been. I don't think it can be worse. It was. I just, I, that's what I'd written in my notes at that point, but, yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: so it made it seem like these two knew each other at this point, right? Like, twice now we've seen them in the same song. You think they have something to do with each other. We find out later, no, that's not the case. Yeah, they, they, they
3: have yeah. never once met. No.
1: Uh-uh. Yeah. So this is all just like, a, this is their soul singing. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you know,
3: they're soul you know.
1: mates, you see. Soul. That's what it's all about.
0: Yeah, there's no soul in their singing, but they are soul mates.
1: So. Yes, that is, a, that's definitely, you, you do need to point that out. Yeah. No soul in no,
0: singing. No, just, just the black guy and he only gets to sing, uh, backup. So n- now we go. He has a
1: name. It's Lil Wayne. It's Panda. <laughs> <laughs> it's Toby. It's funnier. <laughs> Toby. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Toby. 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 <laughs> it's Toby. It's definitely Toby.
3: Oh, so many Exmos are listening to this show for the first time. They're so sad. <laughs> oh no, they probably
0: they don't love know that what one. That, yeah. means. Come on.
1: they're <laughs> yeah, more that wasn't a Mormon than
0: movie. They don't they're not allowed to watch Roots that has black people in it. <laughs> so um
1: They're called Lamanites, sir.
0: They can't watch <laughs> Lamanite
1: exploitation.
0: Come on. Um so so now we cut to Julie. She's at the airport. She's apparently now she's broken Peter's heart and she wants to rebound fuck Wally when he shows up at the airport, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But not and, that bad.
3: And Harold's there and Harold basically walks up and he's like, Hey, you're, uh, I'm interested in taking Wally's sloppy seconds or Peter's oh or thirds god. or whatever it is. <laughs> Look, uh, what I'm saying is I'll scrape out the tray at the end of the buffet. I'll take <laughs> it. <get."> oh my
1: god. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Harold, like, breaks the bro code hardcore. Oh, doesn't I he? I mean, he just, like, he sees her and he's like, wait, you're my best friend's... You're that girl he's in love with. Wanna fuck? was <laughs> <laughs> just, like, immediately. Harold knows an
3: important back. truth. Come as the best lube.
1: Yeah. Ah, uh, there you go. You know what? He is a good buddy. I stand corrected. <laughs> just just, just getting it prepped. Yeah, exactly. Right. Everybody needs a fluffer. <laughs> he's just preheating right.
3: the oven for his friend Wally.
0: Yeah, there you go. Well... <laughs> And okay so like she's there to meet him at the airport apparently so is Harold that's the 80s Josh Gad guy that was trying to suck his dick through the rest of the movie because I guess he got done with his mission 2 weeks before Wally but Wally has a surprise he's no, bring No and
1: don't forget they are married now I already told you guys they're totally mormon married
0: well, oh well, yeah, yeah, again.
1: Yeah, I will be validated. They, yes, yes, the, You're this, gonna see it. this relationship <laughs> right, will be
0: consummated before this movie is over. <laughs> uh but we don't know that yet. He tell or at least he doesn't want to tell Julie that, you know, cuz I guess he's not all the way gay. Uh Wally, so he, like maybe still wants a little pussy on the side, I guess. I don't know. But he says, "Well, I'm here because uh Wally said he's bringing a surprise and I'm assuming that he meant, you know, his man meet, but they they don't really get into that. So then he arrives at the airport, and we know this because the lady. I'm sorry, I'm laughing thinking about it. All right, go ahead. <laughs> no, this is how it worked back in the '80s. I'm sure you remember, Dave. This is how airports were. The oh, fucking yeah. woman at the airport says, "I was paid to make this announcement <laughs> by a guy who's on a fucking airplane until just now. Like, what? Did,
1: how did he? Did he just throw money down on the way? Or 9 nine
3: eleven America? Three nine eleven America."
1: I also want you to remember the only person he's expecting to be there is his fat fuck friend. Right. Little bitch boy. <laughs> yeah. right? He is not expecting anyone else. All so he right. somehow prepares in advance, calls an airport, finds out who's gonna be on staff at that gate, and then pays <laughs> for them to say here comes the most humble man ever.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That is what that means. Yes. Here comes the humble motherfucker. <laughs> it was fantastic. I was like, you do not know what that word means, no, people. No, marsupial, hericary,
0: precept, oh, none of them. So God. now this is where David is totally vindicated in his marriage uh, uh, suggestion here. Because when he gets to the airport, Julie runs to hug him. He goes right by her and throws his arms around Harold.
1: Oh, he pushes that bitch aside. <laughs> Don't say right by. Mm-hmm. She gets a nudge. Yeah, yeah, no,
0: no. He dodges her like a running back.
1: Yeah, yeah she
3: gets a straight arm. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess he brought... Bo t- knows Mormonism. <laughs> <laughs> That's, a joke. That's old school, March man. Joke.
0: Well done, well done. And I think it's from the 80s, too. So, uh, so, so apparently... I, and I didn't know this, David. You'll have to fill us in on this. When you when you when you baptize someone on your mission, you bring them home with you like a <laughs> dog. <laughs>
1: what the f- I so, told you did- it's also validating my threesome in the park. Oh, right, <laughs> right. It's all coming Herald, together. Harold, I've got a
3: surprise scene. for you. S- so, j- just real quick, I'm curious: Do like the successful missionaries show up at the airport with like hundreds of African people when
2: they <laughs> <laughs>
0: that they baptize? They usually take a boat. In, the,
3: in that to. case. I just wanted yeah. JB Smoove to step off to the tarmac. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know, we're bringing him home. They would probably get a lot more converts if they opened with, get a green card. Yeah, right. <laughs> that right.
3: quite a bit. We'll take you back to, wow, you guys all really got interested in this book. <laughs>
0: that guy is still <laughs> eating
1: <laughs> it. <laughs> that
3: guy is
0: still <laughs> <laughs> eating it, we take it to Salt Lake City. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, so now this is where, like, Todd and Julie see each other for the first time. Now, these were the guys that we started <laughs> this the movie off the with. is probably the
1: weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life.
0: Well, well, yeah, if, if you try to imagine this in the real world, yeah, but we started Ugh. this whole movie off with the two of them in love in heaven or whatever. They haven't seen each other until this moment. They, they lock eyes. Now, Wally, meantime has been like oh it's the woman that i love and she's back for me are you here for me and she's like yeah i'm here to 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 love you again and then she sees todd she's like you know what never mind hold on <laughs> hold on something about this lack of chin and cunnilingus i feel like this is going to work
1: yeah well the best is that wally actually introduces todd right yeah. he's like uh-huh. todd Here's my fiance, yes! the woman yes! I'm going to marry, and Todd's like, "Get the fuck out of my way! <laughs> I'm going to fuck this woman, and I don't care if you watch. I'm it gonna is rail this
3: woman." in front of you Wally in front of you I just wrote you guys are gonna go ahead and fuck in the airport bathroom aren't ya yeah,
1: the closest you are going to get to this pussy is if I let you suck my dick when I'm done that is exactly what Todd's face looks like and Harold like
3: right goes there. okay I'm in I'm in and I wanna point I wanna point out a terrifying thing about this cause this seems like a crazy scene but this is actually a problem for Mormons cause like this is a belief in Mormonism that you have these pre-heaven soulmates mm-hmm. and so Mormon men stalk Mormon women all the time because yes. they believe this is true and like murder them and don't leave them alone and follow them all over the country and all over the world not because necessarily of in this that idea. Order. and a lot of it apparently originates like at least in the modern understanding with this movie oh really yeah, like uh, it, it's been in the church doctrine and in church ideas, but it really first got propagated for the current generation, which is super problematic in this movie, because a lot of young men were like, oh, my gosh, I felt that way when I saw the girl in my third grade math class. I'm going to follow you around for fucking ever.
0: I think the most disturbing thing about that fact is that a significant portion of the Mormon populace saw this movie.
1: <laughs> well, that's pretty I terrifying. Mean, thanks for the buzzkill, guys. I don't feel like laughing anymore. Yeah, that's right, just, right. Okay, well, let's... sad.
3: He said, you got a really picture a scared Mormon girl. It makes the whole thing
2: a lot funnier. <laughs>
1: Actually, Marshmallow know, square? I'm
3: Marshmallow square? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: put both hands up to the square, bitch. Yeah. There you go. All right, I'm back. I'm back. There here, we go. Back now, of you. course, <laughs> uh,
0: this is also the scene where, it, like, Wally is heartbroken again because apparently Julie basically just showed up to rub it in, um, but that's when Harold... Takes his chance to drag Wally off and fuck him in a closet. Yeah, he's like, we can be roommates at BYU. And, and, literally, dragging and, and yes, literally, literally dragging him. Yes, literally drags him off stage. Yeah, kicking and <laughs> screaming. It's like, no, dude, you're getting the dick now.
1: <laughs> what did he say about her? He's like, she's history. Come on, Wally. She or Wally, she's history. Let's go. Yeah, he's just like, finally, I got all <laughs> the women out of the way. Yeah. It's me and you. I I I actually think now that I think about it. Maybe the fat man planted Todd in the park.
2: Hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> part of his plan.
1: Well, you, d- like you know the what? the Joker from Batman.
0: Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> e- even better because they did hint at the fact earlier in the movie that he remembers Wally from pre Heaven. So maybe he remembered Todd and Julie too. I mean, they were in that scene as well. So yeah, yeah he's been he's been setting this whole stage. thing up. Yeah. Um. So now we cut back to pre Heaven, where apparently Emily is finally going to get
3: a chance to live. Because 52-year-old mom is having her eighth baby. And I wanted so bad. Crazy billionaire money. I remake this, and when she has the little sister in the yellow dress, she just comes out like with one eye hanging out of her skull, and she's like, Kill me! Kill me!
2: Blackout!
1: (laughs) I was confused, though, because it's like, okay, wait. Just forcing her way through that husk of a vagina. And it didn't work, and now... You get to be born again? Like, did mom miscarry before? Was that not a... I I don't know. She sucked the egg back up into her sack,
3: and then she (laughs) shot it back down again But Here's
0: the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. If you follow the the theology that this movie presents, this movie has a very pro-abortion message, because what they're saying is when you abort the baby, they just go back to pre-heaven and wait until the next vagina is available. Right. So... I like. I, I don't. I don't think they meant that, but I like that take on it. Yeah. yeah, just keep killing
1: it until the time's right. It's fine. Same soul. You're good. There you go. <laughs> I
3: just wanted Jimmy to walk in holding hands with like the gay biker pirate, and Emily dies again all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> God,
2: <damn it. laughs>
0: so yeah. So mom is going into labor. We cut back down to the Duggars' living room, and mom's going into labor, and it's one of those, you know. Ah, I'm going to have the baby this second kind of thing so they don't bother getting in the car. They're going to have to she's
1: going to have the baby right there on the couch. Oh no, yeah. don't let dad get away with this. Yeah. She she shakes he's asleep on the couch. Mm-hmm. She shakes him awake and says, "I just had a really bad contraction." And his response is, "Okay. I'm sorry." goes right the <laughs> <fuck> back <laughs> to sleep. <Yeah. laughs> I love that guy. Yeah, great backhand. And he, and he knows that it's a great bitch. He kicked the fuck out of uh,
0: Robocop before he was Robocop. He shot his hand <laughs> and everything. So <laughs> he, he is Robocop. And then, and then, okay, so yeah, now they're going to deliver the baby right there on the couch, um, which is pretty fucking awkward for the, for the son that's going to have to like, pluck shit out of his mom's vagina but whatever um luckily the power goes out so that he doesn't have to see what he's doing he just feels around in there yeah at
3: this point mom's vagina is just a gray slip and slide <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and, they, and they had no idea none of the writers knew what to write in this scene so they're like well what did your wife say and so they wrote in you did this to me <laughs> because that's <what> she screamed <laughs>
0: And it's of course it's one of those nice easy four second deliveries because of obviously because that that vag has been widened out by seven and a half kids or six and a half in a miscarriage. uh, And I honestly
1: kind of thought a five year old was going to pop out, like in a yellow shirt. Yeah,
2: yeah, I wasn't sure.
1: (laughs) But but what actually popped out was way more disturbing because listen, I have two kids, I know what they look like when they first come out uh-huh. that really looked like a fresh baby oh yes Whoa, that is, Whoa, guys, that that is, that's too the, real usually too real.
3: movies get like a seven-year-old and they're like here's the baby <laughs> right. that was a real newborn i don't know how they arranged <laughs> someone hung out at a byu hospital and was like can we borrow this for just a minute thanks <laughs> you know what though my guess is when you're mormon somebody always has a sp- <laughs> spare newborn for your musical you know <laughs>
1: There was somebody in the crew that just popped a baby. Up yeah, right, right, right. Yeah,
3: and then we cut to Todd, and Todd has a
1: sword. And then oh, the movie's does over. he? It's not a sword. No, this isn't like a little rapier. This is fucking He-Man yeah. raising it for the power of Grayskull. <laughs> I wanted him awesome.
3: so badly to get hit by it's lightning so- and be just in his underwear, and then get fucked by Todd over the credits. <laughs> Just Todd comes over in a bad Skeletor mask and just like <laughs>
2: <laughs> snarf.
3: <laughs> Harold comes in in a snarf costume and just can't stop watching
0: snarf, snarf, snarf. And uh, and that's it. It all wraps up there. I would. Would anyone care to take a stab at what
3: the moral of this story was? Every time you jerk off someone in heaven has to walk back slowly with an old lady being like, I don't know, man, it was like a big pillow. It was like a big pillow, and there was a giant choking himself and, and saying, David Smalley, David Smalley, David Smalley. It wasn't great. I don't think I want to go back to that planet. I think I'll stay up here in this vape shop. All right, so now, as we've already indicated...
0: Somebody out there in the universe saw this movie and thought to themselves, holy shit, do we need to do that again? Because yes, there was actually a version of this movie that was re-released this year. (laughs) And as terrifying as that is, it did get me excited about all the possibilities of like terrible old religious movie remakes. So to wrap the thing up today, I want to ask you this. Of all the shit that we've reviewed, what movie would you most like to see remade with modern effects and who
3: would you cast? Okay, well, we haven't watched it yet, but I want to go with The Ten Commandments remade with Ted Nugent. <laughs> yeah, that crazy gun guy, super political. Yeah, no, he would fit right into that role, yeah. Solid. Uh, I'm going to go with Loving the Bad Man with Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch that over and over and over. Zoop, zap radio, right with the jello pudding. Uh, <laughs> well, that's what it I feels don't... like.
1: I don't know if I can top that heat. That's fantastic. Uh I would have to say if uh what was it? If Footmen Tire You, what will Horsemen Do? Uh-huh. Will horses Do something? Yeah, that one. That movie, uh, directed by Quentin Tarantino. Oh, oh. there were so many so many like just Christian slaughter scenes that just were not done well <laughs> enough. And then also they like went all in on the wrong scenes, right? So there were some where it was like, uh, we're going to shove bamboo in his ears. And they would yeah. show that. But then it was like, shoot your mom. And they didn't show that. So I was like, man, <laughs> the right... I think Samuel L. Jackson could be the mean... Nazi slash commie guy, whatever. Does so Fidel you know.
3: Castro look like a bitch to you? <laughs> <laughs> nice.
1: Come on, you guys see it. Crazy billionaire money. Let's do that. That movie needs to be made.
0: Well, David, I've got to say, we've asked a lot of people on this show before, and honestly, like usually, I feel kind of bad. I felt really bad when I watched this fucking movie, so I cannot thank you enough for taking uh, taking the time out. And uh, I'd like to thank you in advance for not, you know, like mailing me bombs and stuff for it.
1: Well, I got to admit, it was. uh God, it was awful to watch. It took me like five days, actually. This was not, I didn't just hit play. I mean, it, I had to take a lot of breaks. And uh so, yeah, the whole time I really was just pretty pissed at all of you. But then we got to record together and you know, I, I think it kind of, I, I'm going to say we're almost even. We're almost even because this was a lot of fun. This is like the uh, debate
3: from the atheism movie where he's like, I hated you, I cried, (laughs) I considered killing you. And now I'm here on this podcast. Next time, next time oh, let's damn.
1: legitimately do something live, right? Let's do a mystery science theater to one of these and I'm, I'm in. But this, uh, watch by yourself and take notes business. Oh, I, I that just, it's hardcore.
0: And if you don't mind, just to be official here, it was a coincidence that right after you started watching this movie, you quit podcasting altogether, right? That's not entirely our fault.
1: Yeah. I was going to edit in you saying yes one way or the other, so I'm glad you made it easy. Yeah. Oh my God. I could blame it on you, huh? That's interesting. (laughs) I hadn't thought of that. I hadn't thought of that angle. Yeah. It's a popular
3: thing to do in podcasting these days.
1: (laughs) And I didn't retire from podcasting. I just retired from hosting. Oh, right, right. A a professional podcasting
0: guest now. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks again, bro. And well, that does it for our review of Saturday Warrior. That's not going to do it for our episode just yet because we still need to sucker you back in next week. So tell us, Eli, what's on deck?
3: We got a Mormon movie double feature. Yes, we do. most requested movie for Mormon month has been Johnny Lingo. The story of a peasant girl who gets bought for 8 cows and that's a good thing <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. now of course the problem with this one is it's like 25 minutes long yeah. so we felt like we, we felt the need to tack on a second movie as well
3: mm-hmm. and that is or
0: video or cypher
3: in the snow which appears to be a cautionary tale about mormon parenting and how your kid will die if you're not mormon enough <laughs> or something <laughs> So we had a little bit of that in this
0: week's movie as well. So I guess with all that to look forward to, we're going to bring episode 42 to a merciful close, but not before I thank the mellifluous David Michael for hanging out with us tonight. If you'd like to hear more of his sexy voice, check out the archives, I guess, of my book of Mormon. You'll find it linked on the show notes for this episode. Once again, a huge thanks to all the Patreon donors that helped make the show go. If you'd like to count yourself among their ranks, you can make a per episode donation at patreon.com slash Godawful and thereby earn early access to every episode. You can also help us a ton by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms. And if you enjoyed this show, be sure to check out our sibling shows, The Scathing Atheist and The Skeptocrat, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else podcasts live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email GodawfulMovies at gmail.com. All the music used in this episode was written and performed by Ryan Slotnick of Evil Drafts on Mars and was used with permission. If you like what you hear, hear more by following the link on the show notes to this episode. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week. For Heath Enright and Eli Bosnick, I'm no illusions promising to work hard to earn another chunk next week. Until then, we'll leave you with a breakfast club
2: close.
3: Emily kept getting miscarried until she finally got sent to a lesbian couple by accident. The lady with the clipboard got fired. About damn time. Eventually,
0: Julie found Todd's homoerotic sketchbook and set out to break Wally's heart yet again.
3: Shelley gave up on religion and like all ex-Mormons just got crazy super upsettingly world-shatteringly hot and then friended me on Facebook like whatever and I'm like go oh, fuck you Shelly, fuck you like I had a goddamn spam bot over here but your marshmallow making <laughs> slightly damn it's fine burker burker braw who is, who is Shelly? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I think Doesn't it's matter. the second youngest sister.
1: <laughs> yeah, you could probably cut all that out. It wasn't as fun now that I said it. Anyway. <laughs> you know what? It, it happens so often in Mormonism. You're like, oh, this is a fun fact. And then you say it and you're no, like, no, that wasn't fun <laughs> about this religion. <laughs> That's not fun at all.
2: <laughs> okay, moving on.